is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Aliens modified, men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hauntings. Dark arts in the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably clones. So if you're feeling all alone, crack a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. Welcome, everybody, back to the podcast. I'm Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson, also known as the Raptilian. Make sure to go check out my music on Spotify and YouTube Music, and it says it's on Apple Music, uh, according to Dis- DistroKid, but uh, go check that out. Uh, if you don't, I'll be very mad at you. Uh, we're going to welcome back uh, a man, the man of the hour, uh, someone that I've missed dearly. And uh, he was captured by the Fey Folk. The Fey Folk. He was captured by the Fey Folk. And he went into the inner circles of the Fey Realm for about uh, a month. Uh, technically, the fans won't know this, but we haven't recorded for about two months. Uh, but welcome back, Ir- uh, Ir- Irish Aaron. <laughs> I was like trying to think of a, a name, and it never never pans out. I was just going to say thanks, everybody, for calling the number on the missing posters and reuniting me with my family. <laughs> how was Spent the two months lost in the Bermuda uh, Triangle? I'm like, oh, go fester. That's what it was like. How was the I was. Oh, he got lost. Yeah, I guess that's true. No, I it, my my joke was that you got captured by the Fey folk that you traveled out into the woods and you just stomped on a fairy mound. For no apparent reason, you're just like, you're like, you know, F these fairies. Sorry for everybody, we're trying to keep the 10 minute, 10, 15 minute thing before uh, to, to not swear because of uh, YouTube censorship and authoritarianness. Uh, so, but, you know, I just feel like, you know, you're stomping on those hills without acknowledging it, you know, maybe being drunk like the Irish usually are. And then the, the fae folk captured you. Uh, the leprechauns and the fairies brought you down into the realm of the, the unseen. It's like uh, I I kind of picture more so like that movie Shrooms. Have you ever seen that? No, and it's funny. I always see that poster, right? I always see that movie, and I feel like recently I saw it, and I was like, ah, oh, that needs to be like a commentary and then a review after for the show yeah. because I've never seen it, so it would be very interesting to get my take considering I take. Uh, it's that you know what? It's been the longest I've been without them in two years. Uh, I still have them, <laughs> but like, so because of the wedding and all the stuff that was going on, uh, it's been, so I, I took them, uh, when we went away for our mini moon and then, yeah, it's been about three weeks now and I was going to do them today. Uh, but then I was like, no, we need to record cause Aaron got released by the Fae folk. So we need to start, start bump, pumping these out again uh, on both sides of our shows uh, but it's been a while and I like need it. I'm like craving it because to me, it gives me a massive break. It, it's crazy because it like what it does to your mind, like, you know, your neurons are firing off a million miles a second, but it, I don't look at my phone 
when I'm when I'm on my psychedelic trip, I don't like I just am just chilling and I have my own thought my own thoughts, watching movies or whatever, right? And mostly music videos, uh, but it legitimately gives me like a break from reality. Which nowadays is like a welcome treat, I think. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't have to Got worry it? about the them pushing World War Three on us and you know all that fun jazz. That would be a really good commentary, though, I think, because there's a lot of tie-ins there. The movie is set in Ireland. It was made in Ireland. I didn't know that. It's that's about sick. rooms. Yeah, that's where they are. They're in the Irish woods. Oh, man. I couldn't imagine tripping balls and then going out into the forest and, like, you think you see something. Because, like, whatever people want to believe, I do believe that elementals could exist. These creatures that maybe take care of nature or exist on a different frequency. Like, there's been times where I've been on mushrooms where I swear someone's standing behind me. And I, uh, very soon on Class Forecast, we'll be diving into um, uh, American Werewolf in London, one of my favorite films of all time, probably in the next couple weeks, next month or two. And because uh, we got a lot of other stuff that we're going to pump out, that's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but when I watched that, when I was outside tripping balls on some of the strongest mushrooms I've ever taken, and it felt like I was like surrounded by like a dome, but like weirdly a while later, like it felt like someone was standing behind me, like looking over me, almost like when a teacher's like reading over your shoulder, see what you're doing. Like it was wild. And then Chelsea was like, what? And I was like, I don't know. It just feels like someone's like standing behind me and she's like, that's weird. And I'm like, I don't know. I feel like I'm tapping into something or is it like the idea that I'm tapping into some of these elemental creatures because you're connecting with fungi, which is connected to all nature technically. See, I don't know why you're not selling me now when you're saying like shit about people looking over your shoulders and stuff. I'm like, it's mm. not, you don't perceive it as scary though. There's no fear. That's why, like, I, when I when I used to say, like, when we did our Soldiers on Drugs episode, which is now on Patreon, that's why I pushed the Patreon, because there's a lot of stuff on there that people don't realize. Like, uh, there's a couple episodes that you only get on the Patreon. There's Lost Tapes episodes, which are older stuff. And me, Billy, and Justin, when he was a part of the show, just got completely drunk and talked about Soldiers on Drugs. And I was like, how were they doing mushrooms? When they were, like, going into battle, like, the Zulu nation and stuff like that. And I kind the more I do, I kind of get it because some, in certain strains, there is, like, no fear. You don't really fear anything unless you put that into your mind in s- some way. Um, but it's not, it's never nothing that's crazy. That one time, I think I told you about that my, I was, I said that uh, I was watching um, James Brown. I was watching James Brown, and I was like, that guy's a reptile. And then my TV shut off. And it was like, and it was still playing weird audio through the speaker. And then I was like, what the fuck, man? And I went upstairs and I said to Chelsea, I was like, something weird just happened. I was like, the whole like TV shut off and then it was playing audio. And then when I turned the TV back on, everything was frozen. And I was like, don't do this to me right now. But I wasn't like scared. I was just like, whoa, don't do that. <laughs> you know? Ugh, that's like that, like rip in like reality or whatever. Yeah. Or like the simulation stops for a second. I think there's things all around us, right? Like I've been trying to get through David Icke's book, The Children of the Matrix. It's thick. While I'm reading Howard Zinn's book at the same time about history, so I'm kind of getting like a, a kind of like, uh, you know, very physical uh, read where it's about the physical reality and what has gone on in our history, and then like a very like you know out there point of view of the world. Uh, and it's been interesting because it's a lot of good information. And what I realized that what David Icke definitely does is back up a lot of the stuff he says. He just constant backing up of like, this is where I found this. This is why this is accurate. Da, 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 da. But 
wild, man. And it's been it's been a while since me and Aaron uh, have have seen uh, each other. Um, how was the how was the Fay folk? Did you get to because did you get to to have sex with one of their elastic vaginas? Uh, if anybody's seen um, Midsummer or Midsummer or whatever Midsommar. way you pronounce it, um, just picture it like that towards the end with the dude and all the chicks. <laughs> Everyone's That's tiny, but everybody's tiny except for you. I bet That's you feel. I bet you felt big. Oh yeah, real big. <laughs> <laughs> so funny because like there's so much stuff that we're we've talked about doing crossovers and stuff like that like midsummer has to come in the summertime uh but there's definitely gonna be big deep dives into certain things near the summertime next year but uh we got a lot a lot to talk about and a lot of stuff going on so let's get into this episode this originally was supposed to be kind of around the halloween time but you know every day is halloween for me i'm you know i constantly am reading into the the spooky and strange all the time so the, that that holiday you could call it, it's not really a holiday but we should have a there should be a day off for halloween yeah 100 yeah uh you know but if we have a holiday for like labor day and all these dumb like, come on, you know, for Jesus' fake birthday, come on, let's uh, let's do you know what's <laughs> even weirder though about Ireland? Like, yeah. you guys they'll actually make a little bit of effort and be like, you know, Labor Day, or I don't know what there's like ones in the states, like fucking I don't know, Columbus Day or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, over here, we just do it's really funny, they just call it like a bank holiday, so it's like the Monday is like a day off work. So it yeah. makes it like a long weekend and they don't refer to it as anything. So it's just like, oh yeah, it's the August bank holiday. Weird. It's like what, what, we always what? have to have like, like oh no, it know. just is. It's just a bank holiday for like no reason. That's funny. Then you have these leftists, especially with Columbus day. It's like, <laughs> let's call it genocide day. <laughs> Cause like uh, Columbus is a horrible piece of uh, garbage. Um, I, so I'm, I never showed this out anymore, but I'm drinking some, Charles got me this pack of like, um, like IPA beers. I I like IPAs. I don't really care. Uh, and I the one I got me and Billy recorded harp, and like I was like so. Uh, and then I was like, I was drinking scotch on that one because I was like, ah, I gotta have some scotch for a conspiracy episode. And then I proceeded to drink a bunch of like IPAs, and I woke up the next morning and didn't uh didn't realize that I only drank half of like each beer. Cause I would drink one, then put it down, then I grabbed another one, and uh, and then I was like, I had this memory of like me singing all the fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show songs, and I was like, I said to Chelsea, I was like, do we watch Rocky Horror Picture Show? And then she was like, I don't really remember, cause she was also drunk, and I was like, we must have. I think I I have a distinct memory of me like standing up and like singing and shit. Cause like as much as like that movie is progressive, I still love it for what it is. It's not trying to be anything else than what it is. Right. Um, but like, I definitely remember singing like the sword of Dem Democles or whatever, and like just being like wasted. And then I realized that we definitely watched that movie and I was like obliterated. I think I'm going to go see that live actually in, in January. I've um, seen it twice live no once or twice i definitely saw it with my dad that shit was so funny dude i think we're past the 10 minute mark uh but it was hilarious because i didn't realize that they had people in the audience yelling out stuff uh on purpose right so like i was high 
out of my tree. Like I smoked a whole joint to myself outside and we went in and then when I started yelling like Janet sucks cock and shit, I was like, whoa. And I was like laughing my ass off. I was like, this is sweet, man. So I vulgar. am actually, now that you mentioned beer and whatever, since I've been away in the States, and maybe we'll Oh, wait, I was going to say this is 8.4%. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You psychotic. Um, I know. And this one is, uh, this one is, it says strong. I don't know what. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Weird. It doesn't even tell you. The can for, for anybody who's listening, uh, audio only. Oh, it's 6%. The can, yeah, the can is enough on that one, the colors. Makes yeah. me think it's like toxic waste. I know. <laughs> um, but yeah, since I've been in the States, it like reignited um, my love for alcohol. Uh, yeah, yeah. So like I've had like a, a, moves all the time. Yeah. Like I, like I was on the moves diet and I was just like, I don't have a real like love hate relationship with alcohol because it's brought me a lot of pain and me caused too. me to be a terrible, terrible person a lot of times because I would yeah, just lose control. So like I've always like the last good few years I've been like always on the fence about like enjoying myself and then crossing over that line again. Moderation, man. Yeah, but and I think a lot of it as well has to do with like I've been drinking a, a lot of beer, which I know I, I can hear been. everybody saying right now, oh, beer is so bad for you. But like I've been getting such a good, like fun, happy buzz. Yeah. And like it's <laughs> It's kind of gotten a bit dangerous because it's it's gotten to the stage where like nearly every day I'm like, hmm, I'd like a beer. Hmm, See, and that's I'd where like you got to watch it. Uh, and even with me, right? Like I've tried to cut it out during the week, mostly because like I'm actually legitimately trying to get healthier and lose weight. I take a bunch of supplements, mostly like mushroom stuff uh, and make sure I take my vitamins. Like I think that's important. I take uh, um, like uh, iodine, which most people don't take all the time. And it like it can really help your health in numerous ways. So I, I actively look for supplements. Like I've been collecting all these books. We will get into the top of people. This is what we do. We, we shoot the shit for a bit. Me and Aaron haven't seen each other in a while. So you're going to hear a little bit of banter, but I've got this like old medicine book. That's from like the sixties looks beaten up and it's cool. Cause it's like all natural medicine stuff. Cause you want to look before certain times where it's been, uh, been manipulated by big farm or whatever. Right. And, uh, but the binge drinking is my problem. Like that night where I, I, Billy comes to record. We, we drink a bit. He drives home. He only has it. We only have a couple on the show or whatever. And I get a little loose or I smoke my like weed pen that I like. That's like a sativa. And then after, like, if I keep going, like if I'm blacking out and I don't really remember the night is my issue. Right. Where I don't know where to cut that off. As soon as you're like down that line and Chelsea doesn't like stop me. Cause I'll make it worse. Where I'll just be like, fuck off kind of shit. Right. But it is, to me, I have to have that limit of like five drinks, six drinks. I'm like that, not 10 drinks because I can tell on my health the next day. Cause I like there, those, yeah. it happens so often where I, especially with beer where I'm like, or if I mix stuff, if I stick to like scotch or something, you'd be surprised where I don't feel that bad. Um, or like just vodka. If I drink vodka all night, I'd probably be like not bad as long as I'm not taking shots. But then if you like cross that line of mixing or taking shots, which I love doing, because I'm like, ah, I could get a little a little more pepped up. Then you wake up the next day and I'm not even good till like four. And then I'm like, I feel finally back to normal. But I'm tired all day. And that's my problem. I'm like, I want to get away from that. When I have a kid, it's going to change everything. Right? I'm not going to be doing shit like that. You're not going to have but, any fun. 
I know. Uh, no, I've said I'm still going to be doing mushrooms, but I'll look at the baby like, whoa, you got, man. You're going to have to give up mushrooms. You're going to have to give up smoking weed. You're going to have to give up Never alcohol. Gonna you're going to have to give up fun. You're going to have to give up podcasts. And you're going to have to give up like in horror movies, a, a mindset thing or whatever. But when we were in the States for those like 10 days, I, like I literally went from like drinking moobs all the time because I'm normally yeah. the designated driver for collect this person here bring this person home do yeah. this do that so like i'm always kind of in that mode and then to go over there and like you know obviously be you know taking ubers ever so i don't have to worry yeah. about it and like drinking from like you know like 10 a.m drinking beers in the hotel room yeah. going to universal drinking so like during the day then yeah. going to halloween horror nights drinking tequila drinking cocktails drinking oh, beer and like wasn't tequila. And like I was like drunk, but at but no point was that, I like yeah. it was weird. Like at no point was I like the way I was on the Halloween special or live show or whatever it was. Which is now or, on Patreon, everybody. Or anywhere else like that I've ever yeah. been in like a state like that. And like but it's, we, it's a difference. You chugged you chugged Jack yeah. Daniels. There's a big difference, dude. And like why? But even like we we, we went to SeaWorld for their like uh Halloween thing. Why'd you do that, that man? They're abusing that was, animals. What are you that doing? was probably, and, and I don't care who hears me <laughs> saying this, that was the best night I think we had while we were away. Um, Did you bring the kid? No, it was just the two of us. Then why don't you come to Canada? We could do like a double I, date I, thing. I swear to God, right? It, the key to happiness if you have kids is to leave them at home and take <laughs> holidays. I know. Come to, come to uh, Communist I Canada. I asked before we started recording everybody just to call Tom out. I've said to him about he needs to find out when he gets his vacation time, man, so I can come to Canada. I know. I know. I've been I've been hooked on a very Canadian show right now before we get into it. Okay. Have you ever seen Kenny versus Spenny? No. Dude, I need to For some to reason though, that sounds you. so Canadian. You have to watch I'm gonna send you so it's all free on YouTube. 4K, like they just it's it's a show where two best friends compete against each other, and the one always cheats. You're gonna laugh your ass off because these dudes are like it's so funny because one is so like just pushes the other dude too far. Like they do stuff like who can keep a shit in their pants the longest. Uh, the one is wow. who can keep an octopus on their head the longest. But then the one guy, Kenny, doses Spenny with acid to make him think that the ink from the octopus is like causing him to hallucinate. And he keeps it on the entire time while he's tripping Balls, dude. One of the greatest shows to ever exist in Canadian history, in my opinion. And we were watching, they had a, an episode, uh, we're going to bring it full, full circle soon, but like an episode, Who Could Be the Biggest Idiot? It was originally Who Could Be the Biggest Retard? Uh, and they like they didn't even let them air it and stuff like that. And I was like, I always watch the episode because I had all the DVDs. And they would push it to the limit. So now we've been watching the commentaries of Kenny specifically and one of the producers uh, talk about it. And it's crazy what they were allowed to get away with. And nowadays it's like, everything's like, it hurt my feelings. You know, I was just thinking there, you, you mentioned a second ago, you have a weed pen, right? Yeah. That's time. not one of those disposable ones. Is it? No, uh, this one, this has been far, by far my favorite strain so far. It's a peach one, but it's like actually a sativa. There's many ones that gets you like ripped, but like, this is actually something that like, keeps me awake and doesn't get me too messed up. You know, we went into a, uh, I can't remember the name of the Did place, but it was like dispensary? one of those. Fuck it, no, but it was like a oxygen bar. 
Yeah, right. Yeah. And I had seen it, and I, I was so fatigued after a couple of days in. I was like, Jesus Christ, I can't take this anymore. I feel like I'm about to die all the time. Just smell the walk and the heat, yeah, jet yeah. lag. So we go in, and like I'm asking to do it, and of course, me being me, the usual, like I can't just go in somewhere, ask a question, and leave it. I have to yeah. go all in. So like the next thing I know, I'm lying in this like aqua massage machine. <laughs> And like he's giving me the whole thing and he's like, Yeah, try that. Then like I'm sitting at the bar and he has like the shit up my nostrils and like around the back of my head. I've like, oh. never been to one of those. He's I like, I'll turn understand. on all these things. He's like, Do you want vitamin B12? I was like, give me it all, give me everything. So he's like, turn everything on. Now I will say, right, I felt maybe it was just like placebo, but I was yeah. like, Whoa, I feel amazing. Then I feel like, incredible, uh, man. <laughs> I said something about like uh I was like, Oh, I, I thought I thought smoking weed was legal in uh in florida and he's like no uh, no and then he busts out all these like weed pens no so then oh, he cool. has me with those as well and i'm like we were literally like i would say after probably about four or five hours i just turned to the side and like my guard was like you said we were coming in here for like 10 minutes it's That's been crazy. the entire day and i'm sitting there going like oh i'm having so much fun this is the best day ever See, that's what, what it was like uh, in Toronto. They had vape lounges. Somehow they were like legal where you could go to Toronto and you can go like rent a bong. One of the best, it's gross because they, they clean them, but it's it's disgusting now in, in retrospect. Uh, but the best bong I've ever uh, hit was called a Roar Bong. And they had it and it was like the smoothest, clean it. Like it was like such a clean hit. And you just get ripped and then you walk around Toronto. And they were able to do it before it was like legalized or whatever. Now that's legal. I don't know what they're spraying on it and stuff, which scares the shit out of me. But like, it's such a difference now. Like, did you see that video I posted of the vaporizer I got? You can drink the smoke. And then I did it with my buddy, Bill, this old dude that's chill as fuck. I uh, gave us a bunch of weed for uh, our wedding stuff. He grew, he calls it the, uh Oh, and then that's on the Halloween and then on the Halloween special, uh, Billy, I went to take a pee and then Billy took over the show and I was like, all right, and then I sat down and smoked that shit, and I was, like, out of my tree. Like, I was, like, on the ground. Like, just, I came, like, I was so high, and I couldn't even, like, focus on what Billy was saying. And then he kept messing up, and I was like, I told you, man. You chose to take the seat, man. You better fulfill your duty, you know? So that's but, why that dude calls it the uh-oh. Yeah, because he's like, uh-oh, it'll fuck you up. Uh, so welcome, everybody. You know, this is, uh, we, I wanted to do a little bit of banter because we haven't talked to Aaron in a while. He's been doing some fun stuff. And like it, uh, at some point soon, we probably will do a big fun Patreon, uh, like special where we could, we'll just shoot the show for like an hour and really get into nitty gritty uncensored thoughts about stuff in the world and what you've been up to. I want to hear more about your trip. Uh, cause it sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, but you know, most of us. You know, we, we know about basically two ways of saying goodbye to the dead. You know, cremation and, and burial. Out of those two, just out of question, before I ask you at the end what you would pick, what would you pick out of cremation or burial at this point in your life? I had always said burial. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, the older I'm getting, I'm like, you know what, fuck it, I'm, I'm dead, just cremate me and then. Yeah, I'm the same way, but I want to go out Viking style. Put me out of my misery. I want my body to be on a boat. It's fight. Chelsea told that to her dad. But I was like, I just want to be pushed out in the fucking, and then you fire like arrows at me and to see who fucking hits it. <laughs> this is like light me on fire. I live in a Viking town. So this town was founded by Vikings. Really? 
Yeah. Oh, so they raped and pillaged yep. uh, Irish much. people. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then burnt our entire town to the ground and took it over. Uh, so, yeah. Predictable, right? Pretty cool. White people, man. <laughs> so uh, we will dig a little deeper, uh, though. You may be surprised to know about some strange and creative, straight-up strange-ass funerals uh, that different culture, cultures around the world practice, from offering their bodies to vultures to beating the corpse to a pulp. There's some crazy ways to dispose of a dead body. This might get me hate uh, a little bit, but do you know who... Uh, do you know what uh, country, in quotations, has the biggest skin bank? Nope. It like where they like they take people's skin. Can you guess? Never, I, I've never even heard of a skin bank. So you know how like they have like you know people want organs and stuff like that. People also need skin, uh, for gra- skin grafts and all sorts of stuff. Uh, can you can you and also other things? And when you understand what I'm talking about, can you guess? Um, it's not the obvious and it's the states, is it? No. Um, the UK. Israel. Wow. And when you think about <laughs> what, uh, choppy chop, 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 <laughs> you know, what they do they to the foreskin. They just got shit done so they're hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> so gross. But there is a foreskin cream, so it's not out of the ordinary. They uh, promoted on Ellen, that monster of a Jeffrey Epstein Island chick. Uh, but, like, yeah, according to this documentary I was, like, looking at, and they... They use the they use it and mostly without people's knowledge and specifically with soldiers too. Once they're dead, they actually like skin them and take their skin to be used for like grafts or whatever else is they're being used for. Because people need human body parts to to survive and you know keep what, people right? alive. I think if I needed skin grafts or anything like that or in any of those situations, the last place I would want to be getting something like that is fucking Israel. I know, hundred percent. Well, just just wait because we have some stuff to talk about eventually that will not be specifically on YouTube, but you'll see a bit of it. Um, I have a lot of ideas for the show, and like I've said, you know, I don't trust either side of what's going on in the world. I never will. I uh, never have, uh, and I don't trust the mainstream media when they're telling us. But you know, the right wingers are going uh, a little crazy. And then the left wingers are going a little crazy. And everyone's a little fucking crazy right now. Calm your shit and realize who's orchestrating everything around the world, you know? I always say that. Imagine, imagine these huge protests. Thousands of people. If they realize that they're all wanting the same thing, everyone wants peace, love, respect, and to, like, you know, live, own a house and have children and, and you know, live their life out and in and, and peace and happiness. It could change the world if people realized how much the power is in our hands if we would just come together and hold hands. You know, like commercial, all like black, white, and indigenous people like holding hands across the world, hands across the America. But do you know what it is, right? <laughs> like we're led to believe that like we're the minority. So, for example, like the two of us are, you know, thirty-something-year-old uh, white guys. Yeah. Whether we're from different parts of the world is kind of irrelevant with a yeah. similar thought pattern. So, like we're that minority and it's like okay it's this minority and that minority but we're actually the majority just people just the general yes, population human. like there is only one race the human race you know it's very and true like, it, it is kind of wild when you really think about it it's actually quite frustrating that we can't just go you know what actually fuck this mm. let's just do something about it 
It's it's there's brainwashing and, and conditioning. I was gonna uh, let's just get into this. But I want to say one thing. There is a video of a, a lady, and she's like her eyes bulging out of her fucking head, and she's like claiming that she's had oh she's had inflammation and all these strokes and and stuff like that. And then her and everyone in the comments are blaming on COVID. And I was like, no, no, I'm gonna do a video on it because I saved it because I'm like I want to respond to this. No, it's probably the shit that you injected into yourself, uh, a medical experiment that was forced upon the public. But like the the comments and the people, they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, COVID's been tough. Da da da. What are you talking about, man? What are you talking about? I don't even know if I caught COVID. I don't even know if it even exists the way they think it does, or if it's some sort of flu virus. Mm-hmm. I got sick as far as my knowledge, around Christmas for about a week. And it was the sickest I've been for a while where it was just like a, a real flu. Like I felt like I was a kid where I was like, ah, this sucks. My sniffling nose and I have a fever. Uh, but I survived and I was fine. And I didn't get tested or anything. And these people that are so polarized to focus on like, it, this is what did this to me. What? <laughs> that's so weird, man. Viruses existed forever, dude. That Yeah, that's the weird thing. It's like you don't have COVID unless you test for COVID. Yeah, so strange. So it's like so, it's a really bizarre <laughs> thing. Actually, I know we're getting into this now. Are we going to yeah. talk about, um? do you, I don't know like what you have down in your notes, but have you got down like, a, I guess, your traditional idea of like a Canadian burial or funeral? Oh, you know, we know what we do, right? We put our, we build like a, a big, like, uh, you know, a big, you know, a big thing of sticks, <sighs> right? It's a bunch of sticks, right? You get a, you get a, you get a bunch of sticks, you like bring it up, right? And then you put it yourself into like, you kind of build like a dam, right? On the river. And then you put your body on there and then the beavers come in and they're like, <laughs> they all fucking eat your body. <laughs> uh, you know, for a second. Well, you, you, have pour, you have to pour maple syrup. You have to pour maple syrup all over your body and the beavers come in and then the blue jays just kind of peck out your eyes. That's a Canadian. was a split second there where I was like, wait a second, is he actually telling me something? (laughs) We just do the basic bullshit. But really, like, if you're going to go full-on Canadian, it'd be like, uh, hockey players beat the living shit out of your corpse until you can put sticks on top of it and then the beavers come in and eat your corpse. (laughs) No, No, but I'm actually being, like, genuine. So, like, what's a... Like a really quick breakdown, I guess, of typically. Uh, okay, so God forbid somebody in your family dies tomorrow. Yeah. What's the process? Um, we throw them off a cliff. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah. We mostly it is either the the same old, same old as the states and a lot of other places in the world, where it's either like an open coffin or a closed coffin, and then people come in, and then you have the family lined up, and then they're like, "You're like sorry for your loss. This is awkward." You know, as you go through, and uh, considering that the dude next door just died, it was kind of the same thing. Uh, he got cremated, but I've also Chelsea's grandmother, which uh, most of my family got cremated. Um, but uh, Chelsea's grandmother was uh, was an open casket, and it was like uh, she looked like a wax statue. It didn't even look like her. It's freaky looking. And then you go by, and you like you know you say your condolences and stuff like that to. I was gonna say the victims, but I was like, everyone's a victim now. <laughs> the family members of the deceased, uh, you know, and then it's basically like that. Where and then you just like at the one I was just at, they like did some these two people did some weird church like v- v- song, and it was so weird. It was like, Oh Jesus, 
Fields and just like singing and stuff. And everyone's just like, you know, tearing up, crying or whatever. Um, more or less like that. Or you like, there's been, I've been to funerals where people like have a drink and like, would I die? What I would like is, you know, I want to be thrown out of a plane in a Superman costume. So then people will be like, oh shit, fat Superman just fucking forgot how to fly. <laughs> That's what a joke says as a teenager. Uh, but like, I just want people to drink and celebrate. Right. Everyone thinks it's weird when people like laugh at funerals or like looking over at you being like, why are you laughing? It's like, I want my life celebrated for what I've done. And hopefully now with all this stuff, my kids, kids, kids can listen to me talk. And I'm putting it all on a, 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 a one terabyte drive, all the episodes. And eventually I have another one that I'm going to do for the video aspect. And my, uh, you know, Kids, kids, kids can hear me. Hello, talk about- Tom's kids, kids, kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's us or from the past. So we've talked about the Irish traditions, at least some of them are people like drink and toast and toast whiskey or whatever. But I definitely know there's that one where the guy's the the speaker in his coffin where it's supposed to be like comedy. <laughs> he's a fucking uh, that so was funny. a that yeah, that's an Irish traveler. That's what that was, where he's going like, hello, hello. It's so funny because we're watching the challenge. It's a it's a guilty pleasure of mine. It's a st- uh, show that's reality, but they you know they battle against each other. It's one mm-hmm. of the best challenge shows to exist. And one of these like uh, gay dudes that are on it, he's an he was an Irish. He kept saying he's like I'm an Irish dri- a gypsy. And I was like that motherfucker's a traveler. And then Chelsea's like, what? And I was like, a traveler. Like, it's like the same thing as a gypsy or whatever. And then he says he's a traveler, like te- gypsy technically. And I was like, me and Aaron did a whole episode about that. That's on Patreon right now. Now, I would refer to them, uh, like I was telling you, I worked on that haunt in a place. Yeah. Uh, not far from here recently. And on the final night, the, the Saturday before Halloween, the busiest night. All the travelers so many, came out. So many tickets sold and everything. And the fucking tinkers ruined it. It's if you just like missed a beat, it could sound way worse. <laughs> the sixty between sixty and eighty tinkers show. No up way, really. And like basically just ruined the entire event. I was dressed up actually that night because they were short of people, yeah, so yeah. I had dressed up. Actually, oh, I, I need to. I, I'll try and find a, a photograph. We'll do I a Patreon episode. The bloody face mask from yeah. um, American Horror Story, and I actually, I had a chainsaw, like an actual chainsaw, and they tried to steal it from me in the middle of, like, the, like, restaurant area. Yeah. So, like, I had to go and, like, lock everything away and get changed and basically do security for the night because they just ruined the entire event. Of course they did. They don't know how to behave because they've never behaved. Animals. Yes. Um, No, it was just the reason I asked about traditional funerals was because... uh, and I wasn't sure. I wanted to see if you would say it. Like over here, we have that, like you mentioned open casket and stuff. We call it a wake. Yeah, we so did like, the same thing. We copied you. Yeah, like the, where the body would come to the house in the casket. Yeah. And like yeah. it could Some be there. It, it, yeah, like it all depends on, I guess, the family and stuff. But like the body could be left there for like two, a week. three days, a week. It all depends on the family. And like, the family just sit there and kind of look at it and people just come in and go like, hmm. Nice. He's okay, dead. Cool. That's Kid a, that looks like a wax version like, of that person. So fucked up. Um, see everything, like, especially after I've had like a very strong beer and I have another one again, about to be on the go is there's so many things that like I think about when I comes to my show and your show that I want to do house of wax has to be done for a deep dive. I love Great that movie. movie. As much as like so good, so good for what it is and for fucking Paris Hilton being in it. Great movie. All right. So let's get into this. Um, also, there were, oh, I see it. There was, oh, know what I want to do? 
And sorry, people, you're getting. We haven't seen me. each other in so fucking long. Uh, the Vincent uh, mask got sick. It's such a it's such a good slasher film for what it is. Um, you know what I want to do, which I think we need to do, which would be an awesome episode. It's technically, not really horror. A Clockwork Orange. Oh yeah, dude, would be such a good deep dive. There's so much information about that movie and the way they push the boundaries. It's we need wild. to dress up. In those oh. weird fucking dude, <laughs> when I went my last Halloween, dude, actually it's not my technically my last. I did go out when I was sixteen, and we my me and my friend tried to attempt to get candy, and we did, but most people were like, I can, actually no, so it's another lie, it's another lie. Me and Chelsea did go out when I was eighteen, and the guy was like, I can see your scruff because I had a beard, and he could, I was wearing a mask, but he could see my beard through it, and I was like, man, I'm just trying to get some. We were drunk, and we just went around like the neighborhood. Of my where I live, and I was like, man, I can get some free fucking candy, and uh, even though we could probably buy our own, but I dressed up like uh, Alex from Clockwork Orange when I was about thirteen, and I went with all these kids that just wanted to get high and didn't actually want to participate in Halloween. Where I was like, I dressed up, and they all laughed at me, They're like, "What the fuck are you wearing?" Because they obviously never saw the movie, and I was like, you know, I hung out with these kids because they gave me free weed, and I was, uh, I did a good, like, full on the whole costume. And uh, I didn't really get to use it. And then some girl that didn't like me chased me down, tried to like kick me in the nuts because I had the jock on and I wasn't fun. So we definitely need to do that then. Ah, so fun, man. I One of my favorite films, even though it's kind of rapey, it's fucked, dude. I saw that shoot when I was fucking 13, man. Yeah, All I right. remember being like really afraid of that, actually. Really young. Uh, so let's get into this. So in, in the Miami region of Papua New Guinea, there these red corpses... Hang from a cliff is a death ritual that preserves the body. Uh, the locals smoke them and string them up and hang them on the face cliff. This is the ways the body can look down and protect the village. Isn't that crazy? I did think I had. I thought I thought an image. Of think this. about oh, how wild. Look at this shit, man. Is. Look at that. Is that wild? Why would you do that? It's like let's just hang bodies in coffins from the the hilltops and just fucking so I can watch over everything. I mean, it's I, I don't know. Like I often see things like this, and I suppose we have no context because we've never really been exposed to that in like mm. a physical form. Like someone could show me something like that and I go, "Oh, that's crazy." Yeah. But imagine actually being somewhere where that's like, no, oh. No. Yeah, no, that's not the image that I was thinking it is. Um, I don't know if I could show the image. That's from one coming up uh, uh, very soon. Um, but that's crazy. Because it says these red corpses hang from a cliff. And they preserve the bodies. The locals smoke them like they smoke pork, I guess. And then they string them up. Which is wild to be like... there. You know, when we start diving, eventually I want to dive into like... Uh, you know, the Dead Sea Scrolls and, and stuff like that. And in the Tibetan, um, the Tibetan Book of the Dead, which I have both, but I want to read through them. It is not going to lie. The Egyptian Book of the Dead is kind of dry. It's just it, the way it's written, obviously, is thousands of years ago. Uh, but it's not as exciting as you think it would. The Tibetan Book of the Dead is actually fairly interesting compared to that. But I want to read through both. I got some really cool copies of these books. Actually, my mom got it for me, and I want to get into stuff like that. But like, it's just the interesting idea that everyone's always thought that they need to preserve death. You know what I mean? And like, get people ready for the afterlife. Like Egyptians spent most of their life, especially for the pharaohs and stuff, getting them ready for their death most of their life. You know? 
Yeah, yeah. It's it's a really weird concept, like the whole idea of like dying and being dead, and even like I said, things like uh, you know waking a body out at the house. Like I've been in those situations, and thankfully it hasn't been anyone like super, super, super yeah. close to me. But like I look at the person, and like you said, the best way I can compare it is like a wax figure. Yeah, but I'm like looking at it, and I'm like, like wh- where are they, or what? Like, are they experiencing anything right now, or do they like know this is going on, like from like somewhere else, or like wh- it's just such yeah, a bizarre. Yeah. It's like you were alive, and thank now God you're for dead. Streamyard. You know what I just realized? We both neither of us are recording. Yes, and but- I started. I started recording about four minutes after we started the episode. I haven't recorded at all. So we'll take it off from StreamYard. So if people are wondering why the audio is a little strange, uh, that's why. But it should sound pretty crispy. Uh, and that's been pretty good. Uh, you know, we, we're excited to see each other. It's been so long. It just fucking goes off uh, without a hitch. Not really. Uh, so endocannibalism. In the uh, Amazon rainforest, the Yamanomimi uh, tribe, whatever. I'm just going to. Yanomimami tribe prepared a corpse uh you know for eating so that the soul could go to paradise when a loved one dies they wrap the corpse in leaves and allow the bugs to indulge a little over a month later the bones are made into banana soup for everybody uh and a little over a year later the ashes are mixed into a plantain soup that is crazy (laughs) i mean that uh, have you ever, uh, at some point, I want to get into um, cannibalistic tribes and lost tribes. We did it way back in the day. That'll eventually come out on Patreon. It's gone from the main platforms, but uh, eventually I have plans to put it on Patreon. There's a lot of Lost Tapes episodes. Like, I, I'm not even joking. There's probably over 50 t- episodes that have been X'd from the show. Oh, wow. That many? Yeah. Uh, 40 to 50 probably. Maybe thirty, uh, yeah, but I feel like it's it's been a, it's been a lot, uh, just from when we started, and I was like, oh, do we need to say that? But you know, for the fans that truly enjoy the show, they will be on Patreon. Like, and the thing is, I think it's necessary. Where I'm even going to release some of the episodes that me and Justin did. Some people will never see or hear, um, but you know, at the beginning, we were just getting plastered, and there was no really censorship in the way there is yeah. today, and. It's not the same kind of thing. Um, we're being very bold. Yeah. What do you think of banana soup? Not much. Have you have ever you tried ever banana soup? Of, have you ever heard of um, sausage soup? Like blood sausage? Yeah, like like a, like a sausage, like in some form of water or something no, being that boiled. That's disgusting. I've yeah, never tried I mean, it at least. So I had a. Uh, he would have been like my, I guess, great uncle, if you could call him anything. And uh, oh, so he wasn't that great, eh? No, and he <laughs> was um, like typical, I think, like old school Irish guy. <sighs> yeah. Um, kind of up until he died in like the early two thousands, dressed like he was in Darby O'Gill and the Little People. That's funny. I haven't seen that show. Um, time. You know, kind of with that like checkered like like jacket yeah. and all that kind of shit and like he would always go to this little small like traditional irish pub and like drink every day and like be 
shit faced every See day. See the one you're telling me about that like touched you in the night, you know, when you're in. No, your that's not him. Bed. That's the other one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he used to like, he would come in like fucking out of his mind drunk and he would just get whatever he had in the kitchen. So like yeah. he would put like, um, like bacon, sausages, anything like that and put it all in a pot and then fill it with water and just boil it. Ew, man. I know, right? He died of throat cancer. <laughs> that's fucked. Do you smoke cigarettes? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's cigarettes, right. alcohol, and then that really cool sounding diet. That's fucked up, man. Yeah, he put like potato in it. He just put anything, whatever Is was this there, crazy what people will do to try to survive while they're like inebriated? You know, yeah, most like, of oh, their this life. Yeah, a really good idea. So crazy. Uh, so burial beads. Many people in South Korea opt to compress the remains of the dead person into gem-like beads in different colors, which are then displayed at the home. I actually kind of dig that. Um, I don't know. There's something about that. Like, you know, if, if Chelsea died and I could have a, some beads of her, made of her remains, I feel like I'd be into that shit. Where would you put said beads? Um, I, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I would, you, I would use them as anal beads. That's the minute you said burial beads, I was like, huh. I thought I had a picture of them, but I guess I don't. Um, it, this is like a real thing, uh, too. Um, it doesn't matter anymore now because everybody listening is just picturing anal beads. It's true. Imagine putting like. Imagine, so, you know, you, you, you're a wild guy, man. You're like a swigger. And you, like, have your grandma's remains and beads. And then, you know, Jeffrey comes over with his wife. And then he finds them. And he's like, check out these anal beads I just shoved up my ass. And he's, like, shaking around like it's a tail. And it's, like, your grandma's remains in those beads. I hope it's everyone loves those. Right. those. Can you uh, get, um, am I right in saying that if somebody gets cremated now, you can, like, can you make, like, a jewelry or some shit out yes. of the ashes or something so, yeah, yeah, we might get into it but i think that's kind of cool though realistically yeah, yeah. like i think that's cool like i have my grand i have both my grandparents in a jar and the crazy thing is in the jar it's not just like it's not just ashes there's like little fragments of bones and we don't know what to do with them uh but what i've wanted to do but it wouldn't be enough to fill it actually i could get a small one but you know, like the crystal skull vodka. Yeah, yeah. I want to. F- I wanted to put them in that, but then there's not enough. Which surprisingly, to, yeah, to fill it. But you can get like the ha- the smaller versions, like the Mickey bottles or whatever. I know like, Mickey is in your language, but like, <laughs> Mickey, it's just in a my very language. <laughs> it's just a very small bottle of liquor. It would be cool to like have them in like a skull. Like this is my grandparents' ashes. I snore it every Friday. Eventually, they'll just disappear into my nose. My language. (laughs) So this is the one I was showing earlier. About four centuries ago, the Bo people of China's Xiquan province hung these wooden tombs from cliffs. It is unknown whether the intention of the suspended burials burials was kept to keep the coffin out of reach from animals or to be within reach of the gods. An ancient death ritual, these tombs are approaching 3,000 years old. So nobody's disturbed them. That shit is wild, man. Isn't that crazy? It's like... Why? I know. 
Because that's what they believe, man. Why do we fucking bury people in the yeah, ground? Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That is true. And that's like uh, anybody I like know of has yeah. been buried. And that's like a really big thing here. I don't know if that's like more so in Ireland, but I feel like way more people get buried versus cremated. Realistically, yeah. More and more people are getting cremated now a days. Uh, but there's like, I think there's like a religious kind of belief of being buried where they don't want to burn your remains because then people are going to be afraid that like what your body's going to be a bunch of ash in the afterlife. Like, I don't understand that. Uh, but there's like, there's funerals everywhere. There's a funeral down the street that me and Billy recorded at and used the Ouija board. And then it said, told us to die. But then Billy said that he wrote that on purpose. And I was like, I don't know if I trust you, man. You look pretty scared in that moment, dude. But it takes a lot. Really to, cool guy. It takes a lot to um, provoke the dead, right? It takes a while usually with Ouija boards and stuff like that. And we were outside and it was like this time. It was like November. It actually looks nice out right now. Uh, but it was like cold and we were like f- freezing. There was snow on the ground. We're trying to use the Ouija board while our hands are drying up into brittle while we're trying to do it. And I feel like either Billy moved it or... I don't know. He's he's manipulating me, but we could we didn't get much answers. But like I said, man, why would you find ghosts in a fucking in a, in a cemetery? Why wouldn't they go to where they were most like you know? Or if I was yeah, dead and there? I woke up in a fucking cemetery, I go to the nearest house and be like, "Do you have beer, man?" And then when I realized that I was dead, I'd just haunt them. You know, look into the fucking eighteen year old daughter's room at night. You know, some fun stuff. That'd be, you know, I'd be, you know what I'd be like, um, <laughs> and I always pictured it being like this, um, would be like Kevin Bacon in fucking, uh, Hollow Man. Oh, I know. Sucking on a titty. I, I, I know technically like that's an invisible man theory, but I was like, you know what? If I come back as some kind of spirit, I'm going to be badass like Dude, Kevin Bacon. We need to do that movie. I saw that movie way too young. Younger than I should have watched it. That movie is, I watched that only recently and, um, still good because it's a good dissection movie. It still holds up. It's a good movie to dissect and be like, what would be the repercussions? What would you do? Um, even the new invisible man was pretty good, but the idea of like what, what people would do if they were invisible, uh, you know, I'd do some shady ass stuff. I'd have a bunch of ideas. I can't can't lie, but. I right now I'm not even going to finish what like exactly what I would do, mm-hmm. but just have a quick think. Everybody listen. If you were invisible for a day, think of the first thing you would do. That's what I would do. <laughs> I was like going to say it. I was like, don't need to. Yeah. there. I don't know, man. It, it The idea of like being a ghost haunting someone seems a lot of fun though. Like, I feel like I'd want to stay in purgatory for like a little bit just to like fuck with people, but you'd be the, like, um, that, <laughs> I think I made this joke before about something, but you'd be like that tit headed dude in little Nicky. <laughs> Put a bra on my head. Um, <laughs> I'll be like the Bigfoot, you know, that just wants to squeeze. Just wants a little squeeze. So you'll just right? be the tit-headed guy. Just, I can just picture you being stuck down there. <laughs> like, God damn it. Why am I here, man? I couldn't over... They overpowered me when he's like... They, he realizes that. I was like, I, I've probably... It's weird because I've probably watched Little Nicky like three times in the past like two months. It's something Such I, wa- I go to when I'm drunk and it's still funny. Release 
the evil. And he's like, so you're so man. dumb. The painting features a sati ceremony where a woman follows her husband onto the funeral pyre. Now banned in India, sati is a funeral ritual wherein a new widow uh, um, um, immol uh, immolates herself. It must be burns, but burns herself also. Uh, also called a widow burning, sati... Um, is inte was intended to show the sacrifice of a true wife, though it, this uh, Hindu ritual is now illegal and considered violence against women. Ah, uh, give me a break, man. Um, Amolates. I don't know. I've never seen that word before. That's uh, interesting. Um, but essentially, so your wife is so devoted to you that once you die, she just like, they just burn her alive because she wants to meet you in the afterlife. Honestly, I'd be very hell, uh, happy if Chelsea did that. Would you? Yeah. Like, come on, join me. Okay. If we didn't have kids, if we have a kid stay alive for the kid. Uh, but if I'm like 85 and our kids are grown, they have kids and you're, she's also like 85 cause we're like around the same age. Um, yeah, you know, come join me in the funeral of hearts and a no for cruelty when love is a gun separating me from you. That's the lyrics. Do you ever listen to him? Yeah, you need to. Uh... <laughs> you need to clip that out and just put that up on social media. I know. I was going to do that with that Hawthorne Heights thing I did, and I never remembered to do that. Uh, if you listen to him. Yeah, I, I nearly I nearly went for the generic uh, bam. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was, like, so close to that being my first. How are we? Tattoo. Like, it's crazy. For all the, like, audio listeners and stuff like that, for everyone that's a fan of this show, like, it is b bizarre how much me and Aaron are like replicas of each other just look different. And the way we think, the what what we like. Like when I mention him to people, they're like, what? Like they don't even understand what it is. Um but like and I blare it at work sometimes and I'm like, man, I probably sound looking like such a fruit. That's very it's love metal. Yeah. You know? Dude, I used to fucking play that shit so much. I to still the point have where it. I actually got burnt out and I haven't listened to them in so long. I I might actually start all that um, music I still have on my playlist, like a Trey You and all this emo shit. Same, um, I just never listened to it. I need to actually put that on again. Oh, I've been I've been jiving that stuff for a while, and it, it is crazy because like that whole music is like the idea of like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the earth for you because if you leave the you know if you hurt my heart, I'm gonna you know off myself and and I'll come meet you in the afterlife, shit like that, right? I mean, if someone could somehow prove to me that that was the case, I would have no issue with it then. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Even, uh, do you know, do you know uh, Silverstein smashed into pieces? You know that song? That song came on at work and I was like, just laughing my ass off at the idea. It's just like, his. the whole thing is he wants to like, I'm going to douse myself with gasoline to die. Because of her, because of a girl, he just wants to like off himself for a woman uh, the, the whole library is like it's um um i'd rather die than have to see your smile you know I, <laughs> like that's so gay just, bro you just reminded me of uh something really funny i seen yesterday and it's it's probably been on the internet for like 25 years now at this stage but i saw it on tiktok the other day 
and it was somebody's dog and they had put like a black emo fringe on it. Oh, so funny. And like it had basically something like what you just sang there in yeah. that like weird emo voice playing. And like the, the camera pans in the background. So at first you can't really see what's going on. And then it pans around the couch. And then like the dog <laughs> just looks across and he has like this black fringe across. Yeah. It's so Dude, funny looking. It's crazy how many people like, like there's not many people as much as they used to, but I saw one kid like trying to bait Ben Shapiro. I think Ben Shapiro is not a cool guy. I think he's like propagated by bullshit. Uh, but like the, the kid was like kept doing this and like, like, you know, moving his hair out of his eyes. And I was like, man, if you only knew when that was actually popular, if you were around back then, man, you would have been the talk of the town. Chicks would have loved you. And like, you know, and, and it's funny because obviously this is to me where I broke this down. It's kind of a free for all fun type of episode uh, with how I wanted to do it or whatever. But like I found some of my email pictures and I said, we have to do a Patreon episode where I show, we both show each other pictures of when we were younger. And this is going to happen at some point and talk about that whole decade of being emo. Uh, I want to do it. And then I want to cut clips from it to put on like our social media so people can see it. Cause I have all these pictures of me when I was young, where I want to do like a post of like the young Tomcat. Jeez, because I, listen, <laughs> my dad made a fucking joke at the wedding. Okay. Like everyone at the wedding called me a conspiracy theorist. Everybody, every fucking speech. Uh, I'm going to post Billy's uh, speech for everybody uh, that's listening or watching right now. And I'm going to post it. Cause it's funny. His, uh, his girlfriend, Robin uh, took a video of him doing a speech. And it was funny. He talked about like, hi, I never, I forgot about this. I used to take like soaked wet buns when he started working at some chalets as a dishwasher he's like 16 and i used to whip fucking soaking wet buns at him and i forgot about that didn't know i did that or like they would go rock hard and i just whip him at the back of his fucking like the dish pit so it would like crack and like it was such a loud sound and then he was like oh you know he, uh, he used to whip soaked buns at me but it, he said it would always be worse if it was a reptilian he's the only one that re mentioned the reptilians people were like laughing chelsea's dad called me a conspiracy theorist and then my dad does a speech and and he brings up when I got suspended. I kept getting suspended for wearing makeup in like grade seven or whatever, where I would wear like eyeliner and makeup, but it would be like up to my eyebrows. So they wouldn't let you do that. They wouldn't even let girls do it. Uh, so I would, kept doing it. And then my dad was like, we know, you know, I said that we identified as clowns. He made, he did make a joke about what if our religion was we were clowns um, at, to the principal that wore tight ass leather pants. And which was very funny. And my dad brought that up and I had to be like, I was very emo. Okay. I'm not a transsexual. I didn't say that, but I was like, I'd say I'm very, I was very emo. Cause I'm like, he's like, we were, he's like, technically he was uh, progressive. And I'm like, don't say that. <laughs> That's not what I was. I would love my music. People can pick that up the wrong way. I know. percent. It was just very funny. And then somebody laughed uh, a bunch of people laughed Cause I was able to say, fuck Trudeau. Uh, the, uh, Jimmy, uh, Chelsea's stepdad is like the, the, uh, what do you call it? The, the MC or whatever, the master mm -hmm. of ceremonies. And then he's like, you know, the sweaters he always wears. And I was like, yeah, fuck Trudeau. And was, a bunch of people were like, man, I'm glad you said that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's like a hundred people. I could say fuck Trudeau too. <laughs> Crazy. It was a wild time, dude. And we'll have to do a Patreon episode for everybody listening to, uh, just shoot the shit kind of thing. Uh, this is one of my favorites of all time, for sure. Uh, a sexual Viking funeral. Mm. 
Sexy. A ship carrying a corpse is set on fire to ease the process of getting the body uh, to ease the process of getting the body to the realm of the dead. A Norse funeral for local leaders also features sexual rites. Within a slave girl would have sex with every man in the village and then would be strangled to death with a rope and then stabbed by the matriarch of the village, obviously the guy in charge. And then her body would then join the chieftain on the burning ship. I mean, sounds pretty cool for the guys. Seems like a waste of fucking boats, though. How many boats did these people have? I don't know. Well, they had the slaves making them. <laughs> you make that, and then all the have Irish. Sex with you and I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> you know. That's, isn't that, okay, by far, that's probably the, that was one I told Billy, like, an episode or two ago, like, or when people hear this, they're like, oh, that's the one you're talking about. I thought it was the idea of, like, that, I thought when you die that your wife had to have sex with the whole village or whatever, that's what I kind of remembered, and then Billy was like, no, I don't like that, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, but it's a slave girl that has to, f so I die. And then, like, everyone gets fucked in the village. So it's like, there's people, there's some horny guy being like, man, I've got laid in like a year. And he's like, I'm going to kill the chief <laughs> so I can get laid. Will someone fucking die? <laughs> um, yeah, but them, them chicks must have been absolutely ran through. Oh, ew, if you're the last guy, man, like, that must have been like, uh, 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 I'm trying to think of something extremely gross and I can't even think of it. I thought about old spaghetti noodles and I was like, that's not even close, like a whole. Like, <sighs> like, like think about if a bunch of, think about if even like, you know, you think about how jello and how fragile it is. And like three guys fuck a bowl of jello. But this is like 20, 30, 40. How many guys are in that village? Just like ramming that shit. Everyone that is a male listening to this has watched some fucked up porno movie maybe females too but like you know ever i feel like if you haven't watched a gangbang you're not truly living but we all know that it looks like an old piece of bread that has just been fucking smashed into a billion pieces like a pbj sandwich just opened up for some reason i picture the scene of tiny eating the cereal oh yeah ew he's like and slurping it yeah, but and there's like all like the milk and shit is all Ew. and like his mouth is all like gaped open. Yeah, gross. That's a good visual. That's Thank probably you. and the sound effects that that makes as well is probably what it would sound like when you're going at her after like, you know, sixty five dudes of Rancho, especially some Ew. of those big, huge Viking motherfuckers. They probably get cocks down on their knees, bro. And it's just like Jesus. Oh. And then you're you're the last guy, but you have the smallest dick, and you're like, well. Yours is like a fucking toothpick. And you're like, I, I killed the chief for this. <laughs> and I got the Yeah, and I would imagine it probably goes in, in like pecking order as well. So yeah. it's like all the, biggest, the big, strongest like, warrior. Yeah, like the badass dudes get her first. And then like all like the fucking. Tear her open. Yeah, mongoloids like me are left at the end going. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Just give me the mouth that hasn't been touched yet. <laughs> you know, I'll get the ear canal. <coughs> Jesus. I thought this would get fucked up. This one is weird. Uh, there's two mourning losses that fellow uh, Danny. It's D-N-A-I. Uh, it's like Danai. Danai tribe member by cutting off their fingers. In uh, Papa... 
Papua, Indonesia. I want, it's not the same as Papua New Guinea, but they copied the name Papa. Uh, these people used to uh, these people used to amputate their fingers at funerals to express their sorrow by smearing their faces in clay and ashes. Though it is now banned, it's hard to find an elderly Danny female who has five real fingers. Is that messed up? So most of them have, if you see an elderly Dany uh, tribe member, especially like a female specifically, because it seems to always be females that have to go through this horrendous shit, uh, they, most of them will not have full fingers. What? Think about, So every time somebody dies in this village, okay, you have to cut off a tip of your finger to to feel the pain and sorrow are you looking it up? Because I found images of it, but I couldn't. Oh, here we go. See, they, some of them ha- look at the stumpies. I I Man, purposely blanked back. out. I had to. I had to blank out the titties. I was just going to ask. <laughs> I was like, "Did you do that really cool Photoshop?" Yeah. Okay. Listen to me. Listen. To me. Look at these. I'm sorry. Look at these women, man. They look like they were beaten by the ugly brew about seven times. Uh, they look like Denzel. No, no, they they look like Morgan Freeman if he was two hundred and fifty. Is that bad? Because it does look like that. Look at. I, I, it, I'm I'm looking at the the chick on the left um, that doesn't have her pepperonis out. Yeah. Um, and she looks like one of those. That sounds so bad. Like I can't even say it actually because. Gonna say it looks like there's there's a really famous like black character actor that I can't remember his name, but he's in like everything. Yeah, yeah. I, she I, looks it, exactly like him. It is the idea, okay, that obviously like women in tribalistic communities most times have been ran through because they're trying to like, you know, there's a train run on Ooh. as the expression goes because they have to have as much kids to keep the tribe going. Because the more kids you have, the more people you have to help with labor and, and and foraging food and all that stuff. Especially within like African tribes that don't have anything, right? And it's it's nothing to do with racism. As everyone wants to fucking claim, it's the idea of where these people live and they're cut off from communication and technology, so they have to do things for survival. Um, but yeah, it's because of these women were probably having kids until they were like old enough to, until they started, they started dying. Like this is what they happens. Like, and like, whew, they look worse for wear. They do. It's, it's, it's not good. Um, I'm not going to pronounce this cause it's in Madagascar, but I'll try. Famada Ahania. Femadahandia. That's like the best I'm going to do. I didn't even add it into the thing, but I put it in the brackets. So uh, once every seven years, uh, the Madagascar people, that's where they call them that, of Madagascar, exhumed the bodies of loved ones, wrapped them in cloth, and danced with their corpse sacks. Uh, it probably smells pretty bad, so they spray They spray with uh, these uh, weird... Smells pretty, so they spray it with some sort of shit. Weird. That's so weird, man. Oh, and they make them, uh, then they make them into totem poles eventually. Uh, crazy. Oh, I think this. Yeah, so they put people in bags. Crazy. Look how many dead people there are in that photo. In bags, wrapped in bags. And then they will dance with the corpse. 
being like, is that wild? Like, <laughs> people are just so fucking... Like, I've often seen, and it might My bad, the be... totem pole was on the, ne- the next thing. Uh, I messed up. But they sprayed them with some sort of spray that I cut off by accident and while they're dancing with them. Like, it mightn't even specifically be in relation to this, but, like, when you see some of these countries and just some of the wild shit they do, and it's just so fucking bizarre. Like, it's so weird. Look how many people are there. This is only cut out of part of a picture. There's, like, hundreds of people there for, what, the people that have died in the last, like, week? (laughs) Or, like, probably a week. Like, and then so they're celebrating these deaths in this country. But it used to be funny if there was, like, DJ music playing and they're like everyone's vibing out just like like you know crowd surfing these like dead bodies wouldn't that be fun it's like it was just the idea that it's dead bodies i'm like oof just dance around with dead bodies you don't do that that shit's gotta fucking stink and just be like gross i'm sorry for the audience but everything i think i want to talk about our show especially what like especially I can't imagine they have like the procedures that we would have in like a first oh, like, world countries like we live in. Oh, to like exhume the body and to do like um uh embalming fluid and stuff like that so they don't yeah, stink like and to, stuff. To just make it like just like a piece of wax so there's like no stink yeah. or it doesn't like decompose all hideous straight away or anything. Dude, something we have to do that I just watched recently because Chelsea's never seen the full thing. Beetlejuice, man. Wow, she'd never seen the full thing. No, such a great movie. I watched it when I was like really high and like decent. Like I was high such and drunk. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. I would love to dress up as Beetlejuice for like a Halloween special or something, but do it like properly. Yeah. Like have the full like shit. <laughs> yeah, and you guys speak like vulgar as hell. Like it'd be so fun to slap do. your jacket. There's like fucking dust coming out and shit. I'll be that, uh, I'll be that, uh, African guy. I'll put blackface on it. I'll like sprinkle, uh, dust on your head. So it shrinks. Do you think that, um, Beetlejuice 2 is going to end up being like Hocus Pocus 2 was? Probably. I think they'll ruin it with some woke ass bullshit and it's going to destroy it. Everyone's like watching this trailer of like, uh, Jenna Ortega and it's like fake thinking it's real. Mm-hmm. Crazy, um, jazz burials, burials in New Orleans, New New Orleans. Do you know? Uh, do you know that song by the Animals? Do you know what I don't. What? I don't think I do. You don't. You don't know the Animals, bro. Either I haven't a clue, or you're like the House of the Rising Sun. Oh yeah, of course I do. House of the Rising Sun. Uh, New Orleans, you don't know? You know how he yeah, says New, yeah. New Orleans? There is a house in New Orleans. They call it Rising Sun. Yeah, but he says New Orleans. Yeah, I don't, the only reason I know Billy that didn't is believe because me, but... did you ever hear of a band called Muse? Yeah, I used to like Muse when I was an emo kid. Oh, dude, I love Muse still. I went to see them live a couple of times. Um, that's how while. I first heard that song because they had on the cover of it. Oh, boo. They have it in 4K now, and I was like, they all look like babies. What happened? Like, the uh, what's his name? The lead singer, man? Or they all look like babies. Yeah, crazy. He's, fr- <laughs> he's freaky, though. No, no, I mean with animals. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, they, it's just bizarre the different time era, right? And, they're like, they're all very, probably very young, like, in their early 20s, or if not, like, a little younger. And just, like, what a different time to exist. Even, like, the Beatles and stuff, right? Peace and love, like, yeah, you're really changing shit while you're, like, doing acid and not doing anything. (laughs) 
being a bunch of hypocrites. So with a big horn, band culture at the heart of New Orleans, is, and it's not surprised that they play music even in death. The funeral procession is led by a big horn band. They also have a big horn. You also have a big horn? What what type of music does it play? Ah, skeet, 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 ah, skeet, skeet, skeet. Uh, I was trying to think of something funny there. Do, do you understand what my reference is, though, or is that not a thing in, do you call it in America? Do you live in Warren? Yeah, do you live in America? Where no, I live, live in the land yeah, that doesn't really exist because it's not real. It's America, is it? It's the States. No. Canada. Canada oh, doesn't right. exist, though. We're is owned that not by Britain. the same thing, no? Yeah, it will be one day. When we sign the, the trial, uh, Trilateral Commission's fucking bullshit, we'll all be one country. Um. Yeah, no, over here, like, that's, like, a thing where you call it, like, oh, I had some horn on me. Like a whore? Horn. Like a dick. Yeah, like a dick. Like, if you were if you were getting a boner over something. Oh, weird. Yeah, like, like it, now, not everybody, but, like, in some of the, like, slang, like, dudes would be, like, I had some horn. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking strange. You say boner. Um, Erection. Stiffy. Erection, erection. Uh, so, erection. so this famous like this this a horn. They have a horn band playing, which plays a sad tune at first, followed by an upbeat jazz and blues number, accompanied by furious dancing, which means that people must go out of their way, dancing their fucking like just freaking out, man. Dun, 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 dun. And it's like, yeah, it's having a good time. I just picture because I associate horn with the whole boner thing. I just yeah. picture um, a lot of gay dudes in like G strings are completely nude with like all those Mardi Gras beads on them. Yeah. Or like with the whistles, like Terry Crews and fucking white chicks. <laughs> it's so crazy because a white guy did that. It'd be so racist, but it's one of the fun. It's, it's a very funny movie. I fucking love that shit. Uh, this one's wild. A totem pole stands erect. Speaking of penises, in honor of a warrior, shaman, or chief, and the ha- uh, the Hadi people, um, it's H A I D A. I don't know where that is. Uh, where the oh, it's they're Indian, of course, uh, East Indian, I'm sure, in some regard. We're Indian over there, not Indian over here. Uh, but they 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 would they would fit it. Um, so if you were a, a, a Hadi Indian, this would fit your description. Your body would be beat. Listen to this. Your body would be beaten with clubs so that it could fit in a <laughs> tiny wooden box. The box then would be, listen to this. Then the box would be put in a fucking mortuary like totem pole in front of the dead person's home. So And then this, the family would tell stories. So listen, they would put you in a totem pole. And they would beat the living shit out of you. So your body is like thin enough to like fit inside of the totem pole. I don't know why, right? And I was like not supposed to be, but like the idea of that and how you described that sounds hilarious to me. The idea of a dead body and like several people with clubs (laughs) and bats just like beating it to a pulp. So it's like all mushy. And then it sounds like like a scary movie trope, like like something that scary movie has done. It's just like, oh, he's dead now. And then just like fucking Barry Bonds comes in with his baseball bat and he's just like smacking the shit. <laughs> like, that's wild, man. 
That's one of the weirdest ones I like. There's a bu- there's I've had a bunch of fucking weird shit, but the fact that like people would beat the living shit out of your corpse, like beat it so your bones are like dust. I how much would it take though to like beat the like how much would it take to beat a dead body where the bones are decrepit enough where you could just kind of shove it into a box and then put it into a totem pole and then get this your family's like Thomas, you see. He was a good guy. He's in there. We beat the living shit out of, We literally beat the living shit out of him so he could fit inside it, but he's there. And you know what? He was a good guy, and they just, like, tell stories about you. I've got to imagine, like, it would take an extremely long beating and an extreme amount of force to, like, mash a body to the point where you could, like, squeeze it into one of those. Also, yeah. is there any sort of, like protective measures that like your meat sack wouldn't be like dripping all out of that shit and like stinking the place up or like you touch it and probably not they probably got real sick afterwards yeah like what i was gonna say was like so that body is i thought you were gonna yeah i thought you were gonna say it would probably reek and be outside of your like house for a while if you like it was like your brother or mom or some shit but i thought you were gonna say like how is there measures to make sure that you're dead? Because what if you just like were concussed and you like passed out and nobody like really like you know this is some you know backwood country in India or some shit I don't know where this place is, uh you know and then like they like are beating the shit out of you and you wake up Jerry I'm like I'm I'm alive <laughs> and you're like bones are all broken yeah like do you start at like the feet or the legs and just start smashing them <laughs> to see does the person like react? Have you ever seen Freddy got fingered? Yeah. Where his girlfriend is barefoot, like she has no feeling in their legs. Gets her, and that's what turns her on, is smacking the shit out of her legs. I haven't seen that in so long. So, such a fucked up movie, man. Tom Green is the first podcaster, man. He killed that shit. He was the first person to really create what we're doing today, uh, really. Um, and now he's doing it again. He lives in the middle of nowhere in Canada. And he's figured out now where he's like done like an episode or two where he's like in the boonies. Like in the middle, he said he's in the middle of fucking nowhere in some like fucking barn. Obviously, Sounds on like property. my kind of guy. I know. I kind of like that shit. Uh, this one's crazy. Lay out your dead. This is the Tower of Silence. Everyone shut the fuck up. Where the corpses are left out to be eaten by vultures. Before being brought to, uh, brought there, the Zoroastrian were obsessed with like. To obsessively, they would clean the body, washing it with water and bull urine. So just in case, this is guy is real dirty. Uh, and are only allowed to be touched by professional corpse bearers. So any people allowed to touch the corpse in the Zoroastrian traditions, which uh, weirdly a lot of um, occultist people believe in that realm of beliefs because it's very old uh which i feel like eventually we'll get to on the show uh they see the bodies as being terribly corrupt and risked of being attacked by demons so they're like obsessed with like cleaning it and they leave it out to be eaten away nice eh? so that sounds very similar to that's what i was gonna say i was like this kind of brings it into what you were gonna talk about Mm, sounds very very similar to uh you know what i know what i'm not i have to pee so bad you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pee right now. While I talk about this? Yes. I'm going to do it on the show. I'm just going to piss in this can. Okay. So, no just so just so everybody knows while I'm talking right now, 
It's to drown out the noise of Tom pissing into a can that he just drank from. I don't know if you'll hear it, though. I'm going to do it. Alex did this once on the show. I might as well do it. Okay, keep talking. You won't hear it, don't worry. No, damn. I'm trying to listen to see if I can actually hear it, see how funny it is. Uh, okay, so sky burials or celestial burials, as they so are So this is the first for the podcast, other than Alex. Are the burial rites of choice for the Tibetans? After a member of the community has died, the body is cut into pieces by a burial master and is taken to a selected site, usually in the area of high elevation. This is because the corpse is then supposed to be eaten by vultures who tend to congregate at higher altitudes. After the vultures have consumed the body, the belief is that they take the body away to heavens where the soul of the deceased person remains until they are ready for their next reincarnation. This practice is believed to have been practiced as many as many as 11,000 years ago, but there is little That's to no wild. written evidence or physical evidence due to the fact that the remains are ingested by vultures or other animals. For Tibetans, the sky burial serves both practical and spiritual functions. Often the ground is frozen, making it difficult to dig graves, making sky burials an appealing alternative. Um, many of the central values of the Tibetan culture revolve around being humble, generous, and honoring nature. Sky burials allow physical bodies of Tibetans to be returned to the earth in a way that generously provides a meal to the vultures and very minimally disturbs the earth. Because of their belief in reincarnation, death is seen as more of a transition as opposed to an ending. They believe the soul moves on from the body at the very instant of death, leaving very little room for attachment to the physical body. In fact, in order for the soul of the person to have an easy transition into their next life, the Tibetans believe that there should be no trace left of the oh, physical it's... body after death, providing another advantage of this practice. <laughs> and I just, out of the corner of my eye, I feel like I seen you swinging the can full of piss around. <laughs> One little drop went onto my computer and I could see nice. it. Nice. It's the, okay, whatever. This is the funniest shit ever. Whatever. It's it's all fine, man. Um, <laughs> so funny. This is... uh. Literally, Alex did this Billy's buddy on our Halloween special where he couldn't hold it anymore, and he did it under the table while we were filming, which shows all of us, which was really hard to achieve. And I was like, I want to piss, but I can't ruin this episode. Aaron's, it's probably like nine o'clock there. Uh, so I wanted to just get it done, and I did it. But man, if if you're a man out there, if you're a woman, you're probably be like, wow, man. But like I peed in this little hole. I, I, I had to press my penis head right against just to, and I'm like, am I going to cut myself? <laughs> this is not the one with beer in it. This is almost empty. <clears throat> so that's the one you just pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> be crazy. You did, you did actually, like, you, you did actually lift that can up. Don't say I pissed in this can and drank <laughs> from it. It's warm. Well, I did that, but why not, man? This is what we are. We are strange brew, and I didn't want to leave, man. Didn't want to leave you. I uh, look. I I can't say anything. I while whilst I haven't done it, I don't think on uh, a podcast. I remember years ago when I used to do a lot of PC game, and I used to play Daisy a lot, like twelve hours a day, like a big fucking. I don't know what that is. Fat, scary mongoloid. And I was that obsessed with the game and being online with the other dudes on the server. So basically, you would spawn into a map and it was all like real life. You had to eat. <coughs> you couldn't oh, yeah. get your clothes wet. You would die of hypothermia, all this shit, Whoa. right? Yeah, and yeah. we all used to play it together, but there was no like, um, 
like there was no pause or anything. Yeah. You were just in the game. And then if you logged out, your character would stay on the map for like three minutes. So if someone discovered you, it could just kill you and take everything. Okay. So like I used to do that constantly. I would be like, you know, drink cans and stuff. You're and one of those would, like, dudes like piss them. balls over fucking room. Oh yeah, just piss, piss all it's over It's crazy because I can't remember the last time, I, last time I did that was in a car, right? We were on a trip and you're like, I gotta fucking pee, man. But I'm like, you know what? Keep you know, I don't believe you, Tom. I think, I don't even think you use the toilet. I think you just piss in cans and stuff. You know, I, you know what I'd love to do? I'd love to have, like, uh, I'm just going to shove a fucking, I couldn't do this, because anytime I, or whatever it is. yeah, fucking, I keep dropping this fucking delicious weed pen, man. It's probably I my keep favorite dro- dropping this can of piss. <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, if you, if you must watch Trailer Park Boys. Mm-hmm. Where he pisses in the jugs, the piss jugs Ray has in his fucking, tr- the, the dump. It's like Ricky got me this great place. He lives in the fucking trailer in the dump, and there's just like piss jugs everywhere. He's like, he's been trucking. I can't do a bubbles, but how long he's been trucking for? And then so he's got used to peeing in like fucking jugs. I need, I need, need, need you and Chelsea this weekend to watch that show that I told you about ages ago called The Inbetweeners. I love that show. You've seen it, the English show. Oh, yeah, yeah. dude, the, I don't know if you've seen all the episodes, but the one where they go to London clubbing. Yeah, I have. And my, One of my uh, favorite movies Neil, is the, the first one. For a Neil, comedy. the big tall guy, he pisses, he's pissing in a can, yeah, and yeah. he cuts the top of his dick in the can, and he's like screaming. Oh, I feel like I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and it's like, like over the, the, the top. other dude that always tells the lies, he's like looking at it, and he's like, oh, just look, please just look. And then like the 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 bouncers walk in. And he's like oh, looking yeah, at his yeah. dick and I it's like covered in piss and blood. And he's like, get out. Yeah, I remember that. That's funny because uh, at some point we'll have to like talk about that show. That by far is like an out there obscure, reminds me of Canadian yeah. comedy, which is adopted from British comedy. Uh, essentially, it's just, it's so good. The movies, There's, man, that, that scene where they go in the club oh, and, and they're, they're dancing. all like dancing and they're like, so good. Trying to like flirt with the girls, but they have like no game. It's like that empty dance floor, and they dance yeah. from like the bar. The <laughs> Why? You guys like think this is impressive, bro? Uh, there's another show actually. We should maybe watch a couple of episodes of it at some time, or maybe do something where we could watch it with people. Yeah, because they're like really short format, like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes an episode. It's called yeah. Inside Number Nine. Never heard that, dude. I'm telling you, look it up after this. I guarantee you will love this show. <laughs> okay, I got I got an idea, okay? Let's just not spoil this, you know, because uh, it's meant to be kind of like a fun episode because I haven't seen it in a bit. Um, let's do, let's, the first time you watch Kenny versus Spetty, because I feel like I'll get you hooked on it, let's watch it together for either Patreon or the main show on YouTube because I feel like Kenny Hotz would let me get away with it. Even if I talk to him, I could probably maybe get him on the show. Uh, but if I talk to him and be like, yo, we want to do a commentary on your show because my Irish friend has never seen it. He's Canadian. He's chill with the fans. They do live shows in Toronto and like around America even, which is crazy. And he, he doesn't even understand how the show blew up this much. We should do that. Yeah, I'm down for that. I wait because I'll find a very good episode to start you off okay. with. It's yep. fuck, dude. They do this shit like who can stay uh, blindfold the longest, and then the one Kenny tricks the other guy Spenny, which is always like gets angry and the loser that he's actually blind, so he keeps fucking with him. But then he like finds ways to cheat to convince him to take off his blindfold before he does. 
And even though in the footage she already did, he convinces him that he did. So as long mm-hmm. as he gets him to do the the humiliation, is his uh, gloat for winning, right? It's so good. Yeah, no, I, I'll stay. I'll stay away from it. I won't watch it until yeah, you figure we have something to, out. Your your first impression because it's it's quite hilarious. So this is one I thought was fun. This would be my kind of thing. Is uh, the Russian vodka. Uh, right, so uh, Russian vodka, dill pickles, and rye bread is left out for the deceased at a party. Don't know why. Sounds like they're real poor. Uh, Russian Orthodox churches would ring the bell to gather the villages to a funeral, followed by a series of services and dinner parties uh, for nine days, according to you. At nine days, and then f- what? At oh, this is crazy. So nine days after I'm dead, if I was Russian in this orthodox town or whatever, right? They're like, ding, 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 ding. And then, you know, everyone has a fucking party, okay? Then 40 days after the person dies, uh, the black bread is meant to reserve the Russian's tradition of breaking the black bread upon meeting a new person. So that must be a tradition, and obviously Russians love vodka, and the pickle thing I don't understand, maybe they shove it up their asses, but they like take a shot when they eat some bread uh, as a tradition for when they meet. So, but then they party on the ninth day that you're dead. And then they also party on the 40th day. Weird. How weird. Russians are mental. Have you ever met one? Yeah, there's a good few of them that like live in the town here now. Russians grab my friend's balls, man. Russians are scary. I know. Do you know, I, uh, for all the fans, you know this by now, that shadow people experience I had started when Russians grabbed my, my friend Mike's balls. I remember when you were telling me that, I was mo- I would have thought that I would have been more unsettled by the shadow people thing, but I actually think I was more unsettled by the fact that that, to me, sounded like the start of, like, a hostile movie or something. It's It was, those dudes were fucking like weird, that, man. that had potential for you guys to be tied up somewhere. We joked about what they had in like their suitcases and shit. Like as a joke, it was like three Russian dudes that like look like they were fairly like, you could say fit, like for their age, mm-hmm. like in their forties, probably fifties at that age, fifties, but like not yoked, but like fit. And, and them like walking past me, I was wearing a bandana. I'm 19 years old. I'm a skinny buck. You know, I'm like fucking doing drugs. Who knows what I was doing back then? And they, they went, like rub my head and they're like, you crazy Canadians. And they like rub my head. I remember specifically that one time we're watching a show. I was like drinking like pure vodka at this point. Like we're just like, I'm young. We're on a resort. And I have a picture that I'll post on uh, Instagram eventually when I'm my younger self. There's a picture of us at Cuba. And he rubs the top of my head and it was just the weirdest shit, man. I don't know. There's some weird, th- like, I, I could feel it that they were, like, interested by us, like, young boys or whatever, right? It's tr- like, when you were explaining that to me before, I kept having um, visions of, you know, the, the scene in Hostel on the train where the dude is eating that ham salad? Yeah, yeah. Remember, and he's, like, shaking and shit, and they're like, do you need a fork there, buddy? And he's going, like, no, I prefer, and he's, like, shoving it in his, in his mouth and shit. And then, remember, doesn't he grab the dude's leg? Oh and, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the guy is like, "Get the fuck!" They they make fun of it in Euro Trip, I think. It's like that's what I was kind of picturing when you told me that story. I was like, "That it's really creepy. like not to even try and like make it funny or like a bit, but like it does actually kind of sound like that if you guys had have hung around in that situation for too long, that it could have yeah. been pretty spooky." Uh, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what Cuba 
felt like to me. My cousin went back to Cuba. I've said this story before, right? And that he went off the resort with this guy, and they, they try to do this like uh, to, to me, not take me off the resort, but they'd be like, I blare my speaker and my music. And this one guy came out, his name is Yuri, and some black dude, and some Cuban guy, but he was black, like with dreads and shit. And he was like, oh, I love DMX. Suck my dick, suck my dick. And I was like, cool. Cool, man. That's nice. But he was like super cool. But he had one long nail for like snorting coke, obviously. And it was just such a bizarre experience. And then one guy gave me his brand new iPhone so he could take my shitty nano iPod and then put my music onto his computer. But he said that there was a block. He gave me back my my iPod and I trusted it because he gave me his new iPhone. I was like, whatever. If he wants to take my Nano, I'll take this shit home. And then we switched. He's like, I couldn't do it because there was, in Cuba, whatever, there's an encryption that he couldn't break through. So I was like, I know. And then so my cousin went back and he said they went off the resort with his, it might have been with Neil, but I think it was with his other buddy that I I know these dudes like personally. And um, they went off the resort and they went to this guy. They thought he was super chill. And he was like, my cousin's very open and doesn't really care. Uh, he takes risks. And then, so he goes, whatever. And then they're eating and he's like, they offer me this very small meal. And then he shows him a picture of this young girl and said, that's my 14 year old niece. Uh, he's like, how much, how much? Yeah. And they got the fuck out of there. But yeah, the, the guy was offering up his niece and people do this in Muslim countries too. Like well, Arabic countries happens all the time. You offer up your like daughter or your kid and be like, how much can I get like money from you? Crazy. eh? It's fucking, I don't know that that shit is spooky to me. That sounds like a fucking wait till we talk about hostile on your show, man. I feel like that's going to be a two hour episode. That sounds like, um, I don't know if you've seen infinity pool. Yeah, um, I, I actually really liked it. Yeah. It reminds me of that whole idea where it's like, let's Dude, go off the resort. I'm like rubbing my neck because like, I'm like nervous. It's like, it'll be fun. Let's go off the resort and do a lot of crazy wild shit. Dude, uh, you suggested that movie and it's wild. It's, uh, and you know what? Actually, when Mia, you, when Mia, you mentioned Mia Goth Cuba, turns me on, but scares me at the same time. Yeah. It's that weird allure of like, I feel like drawn in, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like, I'm willing to risk being stabbed to death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I didn't realize though when you mentioned Cuba and like resorts and stuff, uh, is it Aruba is like notorious for like tourists, like leaving the resorts and like going missing and shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of places like that. Brazil, um, but they don't have as much resorts in Brazil, but Brazil is known for like people. Like if you leave your designated area, it's like, you'll get messed up. There's a lot of places. I'm sure Cuba is the same way, man. In certain locations, they're going to hide the deaths. And it's funny because that got a lot of downloads. People love that shit. Our Strange Vacations episode, people are fascinated by that stuff. Um, so this one's weird. Um, this is the Ben uh, Guit of the Northwestern Philippines. Blindfold their dead and place them next to the main entrance of the house. Obviously, the person that's died. Um, to make them look like they're alive still. And uh, these people of the Philippines dress the bodies in their best clothes and sit them in a chair and place a cigarette on their lips. <laughs> We're showing an image of a supposedly real, a real one. And they dress them in their like goofy ass, like, ooh, we'll give you a little fun knitted headdress and shit. And like with a bunch of flowers around you. Isn't that wild, man? <laughs> <laughs> 
So crazy. Oh my God, so um, so I was gonna end it. I feel like this would be a, a, an episode on its own. I feel like, but I was gonna mention like the Day of the Dead. You know, D uh D Les Mortes. Uh, the Day of the Dead obviously is a celebration of death, where people wear death skull masks and stuff mm-hmm. in, in Mexico. Um, but I wanted to kind of end it on this; would be kind of fun. How would you like your? Uh, how would you? What would you like to happen to your dead body? Uh, there's a couple of options uh, nowadays. Do you want to know? Yeah, go for it. So at the outdoor labs of uh, the University of Tennessee and Texas State uh, University, researchers always have a great need for human cadavers. Uh, This is a place where groups of students learn about the rate of decomposing corpses to make a biological environment germinated special plant varieties. Um, So I think the idea is they like, like they look at your corpse, right? You know? Uh, look at it and they like study it and um and then they uh then they uh put you in a tree they like plant your body yeah no i'm good for that no i'm nah i'm good for that i don't people say oh it's for science man it's for no i don't care oh we're not there yet i don't care i'll be dead so i don't care what happens with science to be honest with you oh man there's some cool ones just wait man uh there also, this is pretty cool. This is the one I've been down for. I would love my my main one. If if I were to choose, and I could actually like choose and have like money towards it, make me a fucking mummy. I want to be wrapped in a bunch of shit. Put me in an expensive sarcophagus, and then just display me in your home. But just don't open it because I'll stink. But like, just leave that shit at like. Yeah, I want to be in like uh, one of those big massive sarcophagus. Like fucking Imhotep in the mummy. Yeah, I know. In Something I want to do. I'm trying to convince like, Chelsea to watch that movie with me recently, and she was like, "Hates oh Brian Fraser." God, dude, it is so good. So good. I know. I, I love. I like the the movie The Pyramid just for that shit. Just for I the know, idea right? of like, and that even has that has fucking uh, I know. Jay Buddy from, from the in between. between. <laughs> Jay's my favorite. So fucking cringy. So um, you would be a mummy. Yeah, I would probably be a mummy. I actually here's a question. I don't know if you guys have it there. You know when you get a driver's license, do they yeah. ask you do you want to be an organ donor? Yeah, yeah. Uh they never asked me, but I would say no. I'm sorry as that is to people who are like, but I my cousin could have used your organ. I just I don't know, man. I don't Fuck know. your cousin. Yeah. Uh, just like yeah, the no, same I, way. I also declined to be I'm an organ donor that. because and I just get out of it when anyone says to me, like, oh my god, that's terrible. Like there could be somebody that really needs that. It's life saving. I'm like, you don't want anything that's inside of me. No, no. Well, me, that's funny because me neither. But if it was someone I knew and they're like, can you give up a kidney? And it was someone I really cared about to keep them alive. Yeah, I'd probably do that. But to some poor schlub, I don't know. Um, while they probably taken a bunch of pharmaceutical medicines to keep them alive their entire life because they got addicted to some sort of shit. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sorry. Good. I'm good. Uh, so you probably caught up uh, with obviously the familiar image of the ancient uh, Egyptian pharaohs. The thing is now there's no longer there's not like a, you know just a privilege for for ancient Egyptian pharaohs. You know there's a it's called the Sum Sumum Company S M M S U M M U M Sumum Sumumim. A uh, company will embalm your dead body or pet and place it inside of an empty statue, similar to the ancient forms of embalming. 
Of course, with this luxurious nature of this method, the embalming cost is not small when it comes to it. It is uh, $67,000 USD. Yeah, I want to go the whole hog with it, though, um, and I'm going to butcher... This is it. This is the, a real one. ...the pronunciation or whatever, but I want it, like, the way it was back then where... Yeah, like, where they pull out your brain, they scoop your brain out. Yeah, and then they have the... What is it? Like, the... the the can the canopic jars or canopic jars or whatever it yeah. is. Oh yeah, yeah. And like they put your organs, like stuff your organs down into all them. So they have like all these cool little jars, and then have me in a big badass sarcophagus. Yeah, that'd be fucked up. Oh yeah, and, we mentioned the diamonds thing. They do turn your body. Oh, that diamonds. was it. Yeah, that was it. Um, and also, actually, if you're gonna put me in a mummy thing, right? I want I want you to wrap me up perfectly like a mummy or whatever. But then yeah. I want you to cut. Um, a piece of the head thing away and leave my decomposing face sticking out <laughs> like Emotep. Yeah. So like with like no lip and like exposed like bones and shit. I want my sarcophagus made, but I want it to be like where you can see my rigor mortis. Yeah. Get it? So I'm stiff all the time, baby. Cool, uh, which is, if you've seen uh, Clerks, right? I have. Of the chick at the end fucks the dead body thinking it's Dante and it's like a dead guy. So fucked up. Um, so, or would you like to be like, they can put you into the, um, the seafloor into, uh, so if you die, um, you can be around fish all the time. If you love, uh, you know, the, the ocean yeah. and your cremation would be mixed into the environment. We're, uh, in a friendly cast. So this is what it could look like. Yeah. No, nah. boring. Yeah, so you're in the bottom of the ocean, not my ting. Um, how about we can uh, shoot your fucking shit in outer space? Part of your ashes uh, will have the opportunity to explore the specular space of the universe thanks to the idea of space traveler. After dying thanks to satellite, um, so there's certain satellite, the service is uh, expected to be released in November 2015, so this article was obviously written a while ago. If this is your choice, congratulations, your ashes will stay in the universe for a long time because the orbit of this satellite is estimated to last from five weeks to several hundred years. We don't really know because we don't know if the other is flat or not. So it could stay in orbit for five weeks or several hundred years. We're we, not we sure really because we because don't know anything. Because it's probably not even going to space. So I'll go one step above that then. Put me in a giant <laughs> sarcophagus, tie me to the side of a rocket, and then shoot me to the moon. Yeah. Man, I saw a video and I want to get I want to get one of those high-powered lasers. I saw a video of people like pointing the laser at the moon. And it looks fake, right? It looks like the moon's fake. And I'm like, well, I won't know until I do it. So I want to do it myself and then prove if it is real or not. You know, I have a, I, I've actually been drawn down that like rabbit hole of the whole moon thing recently. It's a if it's real and we don't live in a fucking dome or whatever, it's a satellite. Yeah, I have a lot of uh, new thoughts. I think it might be interesting sometime to do a. a I think we should do a free for all talk. Me and Juan d talked a long time ago, and I kept it because a lot of Strange Juan's episodes are on the Patreon now. It is about, like, the idea, is the moon a satellite? Now, I like, it's interesting because I would, it would be kind of, it, we should just do a live special called The Moon, <laughs> question mark. You know, it's like, really? What the fuck is it? Do we know? I don't think so. You know? Is it it's made just, of cheese? 
I used to think that when I was a kid, and then I used to always get told about the man on the moon. Yeah, I know. If you yeah, look close enough at the moon, it looks like oh, a yeah, face and shit. Yeah, that's it. Still looks like a face. And I'm like, and I was like, all right, I was like, is that where Bear in the Big Blue House stole that idea? <laughs> yeah, and there's there's uh, theories how um, the moon is a reflection as above, so below as the Earth. And that if you match up the moon and the way they perceive the map, that there's extra land on Earth. That's like there's a real there's some weird, very weird theories. Yeah, um, I seen I seen something uh, earlier in the week. I can't remember. I I'm gonna absolutely butcher this, but uh, somebody had this like really detailed description of like so images of the moon from Earth and then yeah. supposed images of the Earth from the moon. Yeah, and how like nothing matches up at all or makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. it was quite fascinating. There's some weird stuff going on. And I, I, I that's why I've always said, like, I don't know what to believe in. I, speaking of cheese, we bought some Irish cheese that we liked. And I just thought about you the whole time. It has like the flag on it and shit. And it's just like, it's uh white cheddar. It's like Irish cheese. And I was like, the whole time I was thinking about it, I was like, thinking about it, I was like eating your body, you know, what like can, <laughs> can I send, food to canada i have no idea now obviously i know like i'm not gonna send like fucking raw meat or anything like that but stuff like that is that is it possible for me to send that to you i don't know because like i want i'm not gonna say this on here like i I want to send me some shit uh but like i don't i don't necessarily know because it would be because i've debated on i have a po address so I was debating on like giving fans of the show my PO address because I've had people reach out to me and be like, "Oh, I want to send you this or that," and I was like, "I don't think you can do that." And they're like, "They're in the states." And like, "No, it will go. Like, we can we can do that." Like, it was like something like not crazy. I think it might have been something like food or something like that, or like a. I know one lady wanted to send me like books on something. It's a long time ago, but there was a couple mm. people have sent me stuff about like, can I send you this or that? And I was like, do you guys have a mailing address? And I'm like, not yet. I a few years ago, I made the mistake of, I started to get that request more and more about sending things to either taste or try or do. Yeah. And I was like, this is probably dangerous. And a few times I was stupid enough to give out my actual address. And I was like, whoa, oh, you this, I, yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm going to get fucking martyred. No, you know, like that. We have a PO address, luckily, so we c- I could do that. Maybe it just send it to the post office, uh, whatever. But still, strange. Kill the lady in the post office instead. <laughs> so fucked. Uh, so you could all actually have your uh, cremations made into a firework. True motto: It it will be the moment of glory, and then suddenly you will become brilliant, more brilliant than ever. With starting price of around fifteen hundred USD. I don't know what USD is, and I'm fucking. Too high to dollars, pay. isn't it? You but is United that United States dollars? dollars? Oh, weird. That makes sense. That actually makes a lot of sense. I was like, U.S. would be U.S. currency. Um, so it makes sense. Who the fuck else is doing fireworks though? So Who now I want to make me a mummy, strap me to a rocket, yeah, shoot me to the moon, and then while that's all going on, you can take. Because I have such a big horn, you can take half of my horn and turn it into a firework <laughs> and shoot the fireworks off at the same time while I'm <laughs> flying to the moon. That image is fucked up. Just like you, like, get like, poof, out of some fucking cannon. But, like, you're in a sarcophagus flying through the fucking air towards the moon. But, like, in in the dick of the sarcophagus is a bunch of Roman candles. So it's like, boom, boom. 
boom, as you're like flying towards the moon. <laughs> That's a pretty good description. <laughs> That's kind of exactly what I was picturing. Or you could be made to a tattoo. That would be cool as well. <laughs> that Bruce Lee tattoo is hilarious. <laughs> I'd love to get something like that. So funny. Fuck it. It's, a, it's Bruce Lee, but then it connects to your fist like he's punching it's your so giant fist. It's fucking sweet. <laughs> so, yeah, this is literally a real thing. Uh, some tattoo artists will cremate, uh, will create memorable tattoos with ink made from uh, cremated ashes of your uh, loved ones. Nice. Here's something I'm going to put out there, actually, now that I think of it. Uh, if anyone thinks this is a really funny, cool idea, what you can do is you can send me and Tom money and then you can choose the tattoo that we get. I have enough room. There's, I know there's certain places now, I want. Obviously we don't, neither of us are going to get like the big fucking Steve-o. No. Like back piece or anything. But if somebody wants to pick out a small tattoo. hundred percent. And this is funds. like on to like, if fans are hearing this like 10 years later, if people actually want to do this, your tattoo of choice but we do get to pick where it goes on our body and how big is it? Big it is, because um, I have a bunch of plans for what I want to do. But you know, with the recession that we've never admitted, we live. We have. We're in the bigger, more. Uh, we're in worse off than we were in the depression, technically due to the economy and how it's set up. Now, no, I'm not my grandfather working at 11 years old and barely having anything to eat. But due to the amount of money that is being made currently and all that shit and the, how the economy is set up, technically, we're in a very bad... I luckily get paid decent. Not everyone gets paid when I get paid, right? So, like, I'm sure that some people are really struggling. I'm glad I'm not one of those people. And I will... Um, if I need to, man, I'll, I'll be like Tony Montana, you know? Well, actually, I think you're saying that from a place of... Middle class white privilege, Tom. Tom. Yes. yes, I have a hundred percent. You can't uh, speak on that because you obviously don't live and work in the coal mines like the rest of us. No, no, I don't live in the coal mines. Uh, I don't have blackface coming in a coal lung. Um, but no, I do work hard for my money and I have lived a pretty nope. rough life. Nope, not allowed to say any of that. You, I know more so poor people than I know more poor black people. Nope. Maybe it's because I associate more with white people. No, nope, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter that you've had any of these things or you've been alive for 32 it's years so or you have a job yeah. or anything. You could just cancel out all of that because it's not right. It's so funny because most of my friends that I grew up with were like poor white dudes, like dudes that didn't have much. Um, I was middle class, to say the least, and definitely mediocre. And then I, I made my life worse. I've always said this, right? That I've, I was the one that created a lot of the turmoil that I had within my life, but also I was questioning my existence and a bunch of other shit. Why am I here? All this stuff. But like most of my friends, almost all my friends, except for one kid that I've joked about that had a pool in his house and he would dress with like ripped jeans and ripped sweaters to look like us because we were all like just scraping by technically. Like if like technically all my friends just scraping by. And these were just white people. My buddy, this is the, my one buddy that like we like I would be jealous because I couldn't hang out there. His mom was a nurse and she worked a night shift, and she was raising her like two sons by herself and a daughter that was grown that would come like come into the house and we would always razz her and shit. But like, and he, like 
all my friends would go there because we're all like from poor environments or parents that were just like trying to scrape by. So like let their kids go run around the town, you know? And it's crazy because most people would be like, you're like white privilege. Like, shut the fuck up, man. There's black privilege now. There, if you're anything but white, you have some sort of privilege. Yeah, that's, a, that's always my argument that I know people are just going to say, oh, you're only saying that because you're white. But like, I do feel like that, like in modern day now, it's like a crime to be like us. Yeah, yeah 100%. And you see this and there's, there's black creators, right? People that, you know, have a darker skin color than me. Uh, cause I say there's one race, the human race. I don't even give a shit, man. My, I have Jamaican family, man. I don't give a shit. Like it, this idea that like everyone is different and I'm, I had two very strong beers of why I'm saying stuff like this. Cause I'm like, don't care. Right. At this point in my life, I've done this podcast long enough. I've have enough of an influence online where I'm like, man, it is what it is. People need to realize that there's something beyond skin color. The fact that like, you will be considered more in the States and can I'm sure Canada does this, uh, but you will be considered more if you're a person of color than you will a white person. It's the same way. These French elitist people, why I always shit on Quebec is there was people, there's people suing certain like uh, jobs or whatever in Quebec that if you don't speak affluent French, if you're like main language, isn't like French, uh, you will lose your job or you'll get paid less than people that are French. And for all of the Canadians that know and Americans and everyone on the other world that don't know, nobody really likes Quebec. They want to do their own thing. And if you go there, they're the only place in Canada that's not bilingual. Everything is in French. And if you don't speak French, they treat you like you're a black guy in the 1940s in America. <laughs> so it's, it's wild. And I feel like I, I'm going to try and <clears throat> keep my thoughts to myself because this is probably a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But yeah, I I have a lot of thoughts on hundred percent. And we've uh, this was meant to be like me and Aaron. Literally, it's been two months since we've recorded. And Strange Brew is very much open, right? The way we talk about stuff is very open, and that's the whole point of the show, right? Is to kind of be out there and to be our true selves. I'm not doing this for anyone else but myself. And then, and people love and you know, connect with that content that I'm doing, then good, share it, you know? Like, I've only been here trying to just do something that's entertaining and fun and not be like everybody else. Because mm -hmm. it's, it's same for route. who it's for. Yeah. That's and the, the you thing. guys know who you are. The hose heads, right? I joke because that's the, there is a, a cult. I'm just kidding. But it's like a, a following of this show and now coming to your show and our shows are crossing over where I've noticed that recently I'm getting more and more downloads from Ireland. So like there is this like bridge being connected, right? And and even with the podcast that I do and stuff, and this was all meant to be fun, right? I've never claimed to be an intellectual podcast, you know, never claimed that shit. I'm gonna talk about what I want to talk about, and I'm gonna drink and get high, like I would every day, you know. That's the fun of it. <laughs> is the That's point. the fun of it, though. That's the thing. Like it's it's something. Sometimes I think people take shit like a little bit too seriously. And I know look, we've talked about a lot of serious topics over the last 100%. year or two or whatever, yeah, but yeah. like th there is a degree of it. That's like, you know, everything doesn't have to be yeah. a problem. I have to laugh. I s we've talked about like some serious shit. And I have to try like even Billy always brings up the Chris Watts episode, which my, one of the darkest episodes we've done next to the highway of tears, which is the indigenous people going missing and stuff like that. Um, but like, even then I tried to kid, 
I'm sure if people listen to it, I'm like, whoa, whoa. I don't even remember what the fuck I said. But I probably tried to get around a bit because, like, even in those dark situations, I try to, I try, have to try to make light of it. That's how my, my psyche works. And I'm pretty sure everyone that listens to this and even more people out there think the same thing. And they always try to hide. Everyone's trying to, like, uh, appease people that they don't even know. Yeah, just do your own fucking thing. Be interested in what you're interested in. and So we know... We know what Aaron wants to do when he dies. Okay, so let's cover this. Aaron wants to be mummified, put in a sarcophagus, launched into the moon. But as he's going towards the moon, he wants to have a bunch of Roman candles shooting from his penis. It's hard to beat. That's pretty much it. It's hard to beat. That's pretty much it. I know it's going to cost me a lot of money, but Mm. I feel like that's a pretty good way to go. (laughs) And I, I picture as well, kind of like what you said, I don't want to be shot into space in a rocket i'm kind of picturing more like a johnny knoxville like oh yeah circus like, cannon comes yeah, out like of the cannon evil, with the like wings evil kind of like <laughs> yeah yeah that's what i pictured too i definitely pictured that the fucking me waving goodbye as your fucking sarcophagus gets launched out of this fucking on, huge cannon. you're like uh what's his name and he's on that little fucking boat. chris pontius Oh, no, oh, um, Rip Taylor. Or he's and he's like, fucking shaking. My face, honestly, it is weird because like this has been kind of a rant stop episode, which I've, I've named them now off topic uh, or off the rails. I have two options or whatever because we did that Urban Legends episode. I think you saw clips of it where it's like it was just the first time Brett and Sawyer and Billy and all of us came together and stuff like that. And we just had fun. And I had this like very complex like urban legends tales but it just kept going off the rails it literally just kept going off because i couldn't help it there's four of us fucking billy's like loving like sawyer's joking about shit it's just so hard to contain so that's why it becomes these kind of fun shows that i think that people are used to and enjoy actually but like i've recently why one of my go-to films are jackass and i have them bought on youtube so wherever we go i can watch them so the one day on the honeymoon i was drunk and i was like and we had that projector on this like side of the yeah, wall yeah, or whatever yeah. and i was like man we're just watching some jackass shit and it was fucking fun it's so good i watched them a while back maybe about a year ago i watched all of them and i like just so forgot good. how funny some of the shit everything is. My so I I was I was laughing about this earlier because so laughing. I was like, so I'd have a bunch of uh, people beat my body to a, a pulp. Right? Oh shit! But listen, I want it to be kids. I want it specifically to be a bunch of like children in like a village, like laughing their asses off, like the best enjoyment they've had because they live in like a village. You're they like have, some like, no fucking TV. like pinata. Yeah, yes, that's my beat entire beat. entire plan. Yeah, when you smack me, candy does pop. You stuff my mouth full of candy, right? I'm like, this is all coming off the top of my head. So I stuff my mouth full of fucking candy, and then they beat me to a living pop, and then when I I, I spew out candy, right? Um, and, and then like blood and piss and shit and all over. Yeah, and then yeah, but you have to string me up first too, and like you specifically have to hit my stomach, you know, because I'm kind of tubby. You gotta like fucking get that shit down to Billy side. Uh, the kids with fucking blindfolds and are just <laughs> yeah. bashing the shit out of your body. Yeah, and then, you know, then they string me up, um, and then uh, just hang me there for like a week or so. You know, I just like have everyone look at me and stuff like that, um, and then you uh, strap me to like a donkey, and then just ride me out into the desert. And then just have a bunch of vultures pick apart my flesh. But then R2-D2 and um, C-3PO find me there. And then they drag me to that thing that Luke Skywalker goes to. 
in uh, Return of the Jedi. <laughs> oh, that fucking like piss or whatever. Yeah, it's shoot where the uh, it opens up and he's like, you know, the pig people. Those pig dudes are. Um, and then they eat my bones, and that's how I'll die. I, I could just Star imagine. <laughs> I could, I'm actually vision in like some kind of like desert area yeah and there's like you know like maybe some grass or tumbleweed and shit and then just over the horizon you can just see r2d2 <laughs> just so slowly just walking <laughs> towards you i just and i also wonder how much of your body would be left after it was beaten to a pulp and left hanging for a week yeah i'd look like and that dude from behind Beetlejuice. The you know that dude that beetlejuice where he's hanging on the rope and he's like been smushed by the tire <laughs> That's how it looked like, but a little worse. Actually, do you know what else I w- would probably really like if they were able to perform some sort of shrunken head thing on me? So leave me yeah. with my normal sized body, but give me that tiny head like the dude yeah. in Beetlejuice, and then have me like um like taxidermy, just like put me in like in an armchair in the sitting room, so like yeah. all the grandkids can look at me, and I have this tiny little shrunken head. But the normal <laughs> dude, that is actually uh, what was one of my ideas, and I've said this to Chelsea for sure. I've joked about it when we were watching like Bates Motel or whatever. I was like, "Man, just fucking stuff me." So you know, finally, yeah. if, if you were able to do that, because it should be fr- I don't give a shit freedom of expression in every way, other than what goes too far. But if I agreed with my kids and stuff like that, and I was like, "I want to be a, a t- I want to be a doll, I want to be a mannequin." And, and they agreed, and I agreed that freedom, man, that's what freedom's supposed to be about. You know, if they want to do that, and then if you have, if you bring people over, that's your choice, you know, and they don't like it, then that's your choice. Be like the fucking, the grandpa in Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Have you played the game yet? No. You have to like feed grandpa blood. I haven't played as much as I should have, like should have by there's now. A, there's a couple of things, and this is something that we probably need to talk about, uh, not on an episode or whatever, but there's a couple of things that I want to pick up, but I only want to pick up stuff that maybe we can play yes. online. There is a open thing, I'm sure, for the fans of my show and your show where we should do an episode about horror games. Because I've specifically spent time doing that the last two years. That is the stuff on Patreon. The at Dead of Night game where you get chased in a hotel is the most frightening. Mm-hmm. I smashed my face to a fucking. There's a, a new game I see everybody talking about. Um, you have to. It's only a short game, I think. Yeah. It's like 18 minutes. But if you make any noise, you die. Oh, I'm not good at that. I love so like it, through my stream. It, it records like you. So like if you whimper, scream, shout, or anything like that. Something like that. I, I remember there is seeing a game like that where it's kind of like um, Quiet Place or whatever. It's uh, a game where you're like, I think in kind of like a snowy area. I tried it like once. And if you're the killer thing, you're like blind, but you can pick up on things and people talk on mics. And I tried playing it. It's fine because no one was on the server. So just I couldn't, couldn't hear anything. I couldn't play it because there's no one on the server. Uh, but the premise of the game looked cool and was smart. And my brother was like, you should stream this and shit. And I tried and I was like, man, I'm just going to talk this whole time. I get scared. So like in with games like this big modern from me, that dead of night game for everyone that knows, I smashed my face into a fucking microphone. Cause I was so scared of this guy appearing out of nowhere. You want to play a game to stream. That one is the fucking it, man. So scary. All right. Well, we went an hour longer than we thought we were going to, um, at least uh, for this. And, you know, this is what happens. Two months go by, right? We're best friends across the world. And um, this is going to be an ongoing thing where Aaron's going to disappear and then not tell me about it. I'm just kidding. (laughs) 
we're back to the grind. We have uh, plenty of ideas. I'm so like every time we talk for all the fans of that, like I have such a, I have like a million things I've already thought about with Billy. I'm like, okay, what, what do I need to do with Billy? Okay. What would be funny to hear Billy talk about? And that's like easy. Right. Cause I'm like, okay, this mm-hmm. has to be him has to, because it is thought would be interesting uh, or funny or whatever. Right. Uh, and that's why there's certain episodes. I want all three of us to finally put together and do, but there's certain ones where I'm like, Hmm, I want to hear your thoughts or we have to do this. So we've been planning a bunch of stuff on both sides of the world. And I'm so excited, man. I can't stop thinking of ideas. I, I feel like sometimes I'm like, do I have like fucking autism or something? Or am I like on the spectrum? Because like I get all of these ideas and like, I have so many like lists and notes and notebooks and like pieces of paper and like notes in my phone. Yeah. And I'm like, I really should like try and condense these down into something where like I can actually attempt to action them yeah instead no. of just like being like sporadic like it's fo- so funny because we think the exact same thing i have a list of over a hundred episodes more than that that i want to do right but guess what i always find something else that i end up writing out before mm. this list yeah of fucking episodes that I have. You have, we have, me and Aaron have a list of stuff we want to do for, for, uh, for both of our shows, at least with us. And I don't think we've even touched a bit of it. Nope. I'm looking at it right now. So just before we finish the episode, so for yeah. commentaries, we have, uh, Blair Witch 2. Yeah, not um, happened yet. <laughs> the Craft, Hellraiser 3, oh, yeah. August Underground, Chernobyl Diaries. I love um, The Craft. I watched The Burning. Um, slashers from 2001 yeah. stitches shrooms oh yeah that clown shit i haven't seen that either uh then for we reviews, had shrooms on there have, see it's on there for reviews we have the new hellraiser tusk oh that movie's so um, good dark skies dark skies is amazing god damn it we gotta get on this shit man i know dark right? skies uh, so fucking good dude and this is for like glass forecast so everyone go yeah, check this- out that shit Episode ideas, best kill scenes, best yeah. unmade sequels, creepiest movie scenes, best horror movie locations, worst yeah, yeah, horror yeah. movies of all time, most underrated, most overrated. Uh, then for oh, Strange so Brew, I have a shit ton. John oh. Lang, that gang stalking thing. Have, I swear I to God. I told you, that's up to you. Yeah, it's up I need to, to write that to out properly. That. Uh, James Bulger's Murder, 9-11 oh, yeah. Conspiracies, Texas Killing Fields. Oh, yeah. Uh, Allison, Allison Mack. Uh, oh, the yeah. Red Dragon book, Wolf Messing. Um, Allison Mack is the uh, Nexium cult, isn't it? Um, what else do we have? McCamey Manor, uh, yeah, Finder's no, Cult, Staten Island Disappearances, Backyard Wrestling Watchalongs. <laughs> that one has uh, to be done. Somewhere. The New Jack Stabbing in- Incident, that fucking wrestler that's like basically oh, yeah. nearly murdered the dude in the ring. Dude, we need to start doing this, especially some of the ones that are for your show that are easy to do. The best oh, location yeah. shit, I can think of that shit right now. Give me a beer or two, I'd be like, oh, the best horror movie locations. A fucking desert. <laughs> There's like nothing That's out need there. To, I need to start pulling that together and I'll start. We'll get the images and stuff and start getting them loaded in. 100%. There's so much stuff. That's why I want the fans to know that like this motivates me. You know, like uh, recording with you always like gets my blood going. I don't know because we, we're like the same. I feel like I can read your thoughts sometimes about certain stuff I want to do or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Billy. I'm like, I look at him and I don't know what the fuck's going on in his mind. Uh, <laughs> every time I look at him I just, or every time you mention him, I just picture him 
when you done him up as the fucking clown. I know. Well, no, it was the the funniest shit was I was doing my makeup. You saw the story where he came out behind me in the Slenderman outfit, and I was like. He's like, it shows like everything. Like he's just like, it's like sucked. It's like seeing Billy naked without like the details. So like he did the, he stood over me in the YouTube clip for like the, um, what's it called? The stupid tag. Uh, what's that called? Screen. Okay. Uh, thumbnail. Thumbnails. I was like tag, whatever. Uh, and he stood over and you could see like, you can kind of see some shit in his crotch area. So I had to put the logo over it. Nice. I was like, great. Yeah, because it's like, he looked me behind us. Like, you look at a fucking Power Ranger. So far, everything we've done for the Halloween specials has been very funny. That's why next year, you actually have to be there. I know, yeah. I died on the don't, first I'm one. Come over there, man. Then weren't there on this one. I know. It's disappointing. We'll make up you for were there the, the live special. special, but that was like three hours you showed up to get completely blast blastered. It's, it's between plastered and blasted, so... <laughs> That was like... Oof. It's on the Patreon. I th- deplore people. We cut it before it got too crazy. Uh, but you were coherent. And like I said, when I edited it, it was the last 45 minutes that you became like... And I've done that on the show. My Well, my... The Leprechaun episode, the St. Paddy's Day live special we did, it was the last 10 minutes. All of a sudden, it hit... All of it hit me, and I was like, ah, I couldn't even think, man. Gone. I was like... Dope. To the zoo. <laughs> That was absolutely fucking. Well, re- I rewatched some of it, and I was like, like audi- audibly laughing. Like Chelsea, like, what are you laughing at? I'm like, you want to know? I was like, just, just that's that slow descent. Yeah, it was just madness. fucked, man. And because I was also high in my like Batman makeup and shit, some of the shit that was going on with that, like, just was killing me. It was yeah. just fucking. It's my alarm. Oh, Tom, wake up. <laughs> yeah. Wake up from your dream. I've been, I, uh, to end this, like, bring this to an end. I've been, uh, I've been, listen, I, I, so recently I've been listening to, uh, David Wilcox's book, Always Take Him with a Grain of Salt. I've read all of his books. Uh, so this is the last one that I'm actually going to listen to. Uh, he's the guy from Ancient Aliens that claims that he's like Edgar Casey. Uh, he's a weird looking fellow. He says a lot of weird shit, and I don't know if it's true or not. Uh, but also at the same time, I'm reading David Icke's book, Children of the Matrix, while reading a Howard Zinn book, while listening to Howard Zinn on the way home from work. So I'm trying to consume myself with all this knowledge. And then so I you're just getting gang-banged by knowledge? That's what I'm trying to do. And then I just got, I, I got very cheap... Um, the Manly P. Hall book, The Secrets of All Ages or whatever, Juan loves Manly P. Hall. And I realized how thick that shit was. It's huge. And he's like, yeah, it's like an encyclopedia of the occult. And I'm like, way bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> so like, I just like, I'm trying to buy as many books that I know that I want in my collection before all of a sudden Canada's like, you can't own anything. Not even yeah, books. North Korea. You know, you know so. North Korea. So I'm trying. Yeah, they're looking towards China, North Korea, and Gaza. You'll Strip be going to, to like fucking. It. You'll be going into bookstores and stuff, and it'll be just like NPC fucking customers yeah. and like that, fake that. books and shit. Yeah, I'll like. Touch I was the looking at the, I'll fall through him because he's like. There was um some dude I can't remember. He must have like a YouTube channel or some shit or some presence online. But I I had seen a clip on TikTok. Someone like reposted it or something, yeah, yeah. and he was in uh some sort of a car dealership in North Korea. 
Yeah. And like he was filming it, and it was the most bizarre looking thing. He's talking like as he's doing it. He's like, um, yeah, so I'm here looking at these cars and whatever. I'm like pretending that I'm interested. And he was like, nobody in here is a customer, I don't think. I think the company have hired these people to walk around the showroom to act yeah. as if like they're interested in the cars. And like he he says something. There's a guy like looking at one of them and he's like, oh, yeah, it's a nice car. Whatever you interested. And the dude like turns and like I wouldn't say runs away, but like kind of scurries away. And he's like, oh, weird. He was like, this is such a bizarre. He was like, nobody's come near me to ask me about anything. Nobody's like, it's like everyone's just like going around like that's like it's a show. Scary. I couldn't imagine what it's like in like place like China and like people think that um, the people that understand the history uh, on both sides of what's going on with uh, the current war that has has been around as long as I've been alive is uh, is it's kind of crazy because Gaza Strip was people claim it's like the first the setup for the first fifteen minute city the idea of it because it is constantly surveilled uh, they're constantly at the borders there's checkpoints so you can't past certain checkpoints uh, for this reason or that reason. And then if you know, like, cause I saw this way before I knew about this stuff a long time ago, just because of the rappers I was listening to, right? Ill Bill's Jewish, Necro's Jewish. They talked about Vinnie Paz is Muslim. He talks about it, you know, and it is kind of crazy because they have mass surveillance and they have to go through checkpoints and it's like a 15 minute city of what the idea of what they want to bring about. Right. It's always so hard for me not to talk about this stuff because I, I can I see it everywhere, man. I see all these people outraged about this or that, but then it's like it's very weird that people will get outraged about stuff in another country about what's happening. But then when people were coerced into taking some sort of medical experiment, they're like, "No, it's good for everybody. Go do it." And they're like, you know. And then people that didn't want to, I was looked at to me, whatever you want to talk about, like segregation of people to end this on, like whatever. I, I was looked at like a Jew in the 1940s of like what people thought about me because I didn't want to take it. You know? Well, I think what, what happens there is because I thought about that a lot. Why does that happen? You know, like it's the same here in Ireland. Like we have all these opinions about like I, I the news was on in the background earlier uh, before we started recording yeah. um, when I was down getting a drink. And I'm like just listening to all this shit about the Gaza Strip and like what all these Irish correspondents think and English correspondents and I'm like, it's really funny, like, we're talking about all this shit about, like, what they should and shouldn't do, and it should be this and it should be that, and we're so worried about what's going on over there, and there's one Irish person or something that was held hostage out of yeah. millions of people, and it's, like, a big travesty, and, oh, my God, we should, like, blow up the whole world. And then it's, like, all this shit that's going on in our own country, and everyone's like, no, well, clearly, like, you know, uh, our government wouldn't tell us the wrong thing, or... No, we, we live we live in Ireland or we live in America, so we're not those We've been countries. told we live in a democracy. That's and why it's I laugh just like, about like, this shit. So our, like, every news bulletin is revolving around the Gaza Strip and what's going on yeah. there. And it's like the, like, five seconds at the end of, like, the news bulletin is like, oh, yeah, by the way, um, you know, the Minister for Transport and the Minister for Tourism and the Garda Commissioner, which is like the police commissioner yeah, and all these people have signed off on all these things to have um, self-deportation. So we don't deport people in Ireland. So illegal immigrants don't get deported by force. They're served a notice to self-deport. And then there is no exit checks 
to find out if these people have actually left the country. You know what's crazy? Every country is falling in lockstep with that. The United States starting to do that under Biden's administration, so it's Canada. And it is it is crazy because people are not aware of that this is being used for a distraction 100%. And it, it always bothers me because I'm always like, man, you didn't stand up. For, where were all you people that were like free Gaza and, you know, free Palestine? Because, like, if I was going to sway more to one way or the other, it's going to be because Gaza's been bombed more than any other place is the more most um you know place there's the most people in a designated area whatever and it's it's crazy because i released one of my songs on spotify uh and like youtube music or whatever so i released my old songs and it uses an atmosphere beat which i'm trying to grab a copyright thing but i posted a long time ago and i said um i said um something about like uh um you know, all, all the deaths in Gaza as the Western world just sits back in laughter. Like, it, and it's it's just so weird because I wrote that shit when I was like 20, dude. Like, I was 20, like 10 years ago, 11 years ago, I was talking about this stuff. And like, I said, Iraq left in disaster um, and all the deaths in Gaza as the Western world just sits back in laughter. Like, it's something like that. And it's just interesting because I was like very young and knew about this stuff. And like, I don't, there was deaths on either side right but i'm always like who's orchestrating that though who who funded hamas right like where's all this money come from these weapons and shit right so i love talking about this shit and that's that's the wild part about it and like we could probably do a whole episode on yeah. this separate from this yeah. but like you know it's like the same um the same places that are funding uh like weaponry and all this shit are then like the same people who are going in and like spending billions to like rebuild yeah black and rock and fucking raytheon and stuff and it's just like huh there's nobody it's like looking at me this and like i'm right and i'm a fucking like i i don't ever claim to be like an intellectual or anything i'm a dumbass yeah. but if my dumbass sitting in a fucking attic in yeah, yeah. in the southeast of ireland can see that and i i try not to consume news as much as possible because it's just like number one to me it sounds more unbelievable than watching fucking freddy krueger kill yeah, nancy yeah. Yeah. and number two i just can't suffer it it just makes me miserable like i'll obviously have an idea of what's going on in the world but i try not to look at like the fucking you know the cnn version and i the, and never watch news dude but one thing i got sucked into i told you as i was listening a lot of tim pool Right. Yeah. And then this happened and then he swayed to one way instantly on the side of Israel. And then he started getting swayed to the other side. And then he realized, cause I commented, I was like, man, I come on one of his posts. I was like, dude, you're being a fucking massive hypocrite in the way that you're speaking about the deaths of people and being for like, Oh, Israel has the right to defend themselves and stuff like that. So then does that mean that Ukraine had the right to defend themselves against Russia? If you're thinking in that ideology and stuff like that, you guys are like, you're playing the same hand in the same puppet hand. You're you're feeding into that hand of that slave master that you're claiming to not want to be oppressed by. And I was like, man, these people are such hypocrites, all of them. So I stopped like listening. And now that's why I told you, I started to listen to books and, and old talks of Howard Zinn talk about history because I truly believe he understood the real history of what was going on and he didn't play favorites uh and looked at it uh subjectively from the outside 
uh, it's it's fascinating to me. And that's why some of my videos have blown up of me posting him talk about, you know, shit. Um, but I just wanted to say to like kind of, and this is that I stopped listening. I'll listen to Tim Pool if I am at work and I'm, uh, I do a specific job that I can listen to the speaker for like an hour of podcasting and kind of do the same thing for an hour. It's only like a couple times, once or twice a week. And uh, so I'll put that up uh, and do that. But mostly now, if I can, like David Ike just came out with his uh, podcast on London Real. His latest one, three, uh, three hours, and he's banned from twenty-seven countries now, which is so crazy from speaking at least. And I'll listen to that stuff because, like, I'd rather listen to David Ike or even David Wilcock or Alex Jones talk over some of these political commentary mm-hmm. people. Yeah, even Alex Jones is selling himself out a little bit, in my opinion, but. They're yeah, all the extension of the same arm. I, yeah, I find that I fluctuate between sometimes who I listen to. Like, there'll be people I listen to religiously, and yeah. then, like, a certain topic or something will come up, and I'll be like, huh. And then no, I've been liking, like, too. Benjamin o- uh, Owen Benjamin, dude. Yeah, yeah. He said, he's that comedian, man. Mm-hmm. I was in the one thing he said, like, I think Rumble, and he's, he's, he's talking about the idea of oil and dinosaurs, and I was like, hmm. I don't know, man. I think that I've always thought that like what I, it's funny. Cause I hear people talking about this now is that like oil is like the blood of the uh, mother nature, or mother earth or whatever. Right. And I was like, I said that when I was like 18, I was like, they probably have enough oil to like, you know, and they're lying to us about the, um, how much oil they have. Like I've always said they probably have hundreds of years of oil in their reserves. When I was like a teenager, I thought about this shit. And the fact that people now are just being like, no, and they say some shit. I'm like, man, I had that thought when I was a kid, dude. I was like, now you're starting to get it. It's weird because I now see people like starting to turn on those light bulbs. And I said to Bill, it's weird because we went on this tangent. I'll probably call this an off the rails or off the topic episode because it really was. But it was fun. (laughs) I've enjoyed myself. But like the idea of, and I'm sure the fans have too, but the idea of like, I've had these thoughts when I was a kid. And then to see all these people waking up is, is cool. It is weird to me, in my opinion, because I said mm-hmm. to Billy in one episode, I was like, I guarantee there was people that me and you both know that were like, Tom was crazy. And now, like, years later, they'd be like, remember that Tom guy? He said some crazy shit, but now it's coming true. And I guarantee there's people out there that are being like, they yeah, knew or me like personally. you get that thing where it's like, oh, yeah, man, I, I yeah, I always agreed. I always knew you were right. Yeah. Did like, you, though? You called me off. crazy. Fuck off. I know. It's crazy. I'm trying to write different songs. I still have to write through. Uh, I want to do a song for cl- class horror cast of songs. I have it. The basis of how I want to go. Oh, the fuck my is doorbell. That? Who's there? Strange. Somebody's at the doorbell. Are you alone? Is I'm getting broken into or some shit. Okay. Well, maybe we should end <laughs> this. All right. Well, this went way longer than we thought. We just want to have like a nice hour and a half, chop it up about strange funerals. Uh, but I think it was merited since you've been mm-hmm. gone for so long, but the fans won't notice as much as I have. My heart will go on. And especially on my side, people really know. I know. <laughs> but we're, we have a lot of stuff in the works right now. And, uh, you know, Make sure to subscribe to my music. Honestly, I, I really am pushing that for people to go check it out on Spotify and YouTube music. It will just make me feel my heart warm if I could look up you know, in a year and I've had thousands of uh, listens because I've produced music since I was very young. So I finally decided to put it out there um, for free and all that shit. Like I don't expect anything back from people. I just want them to listen. And I put out a new song called The Great Resist and it's probably one of the favorite things I've ever recorded just because it's very much like an anthem of like fight against this shit. So go check that out. And obviously a five-star rating review and uh, buy merch, man. 
I, I, I'm sure more people out there, man, get that logo. I was going to buy uh, your, I really want. Uh, Tom's going to get that tattoo. logo tattooed on him. I am. I am. That is my plan, actually. I actually want to do a tattoo of the original logo, like somewhere on my body, where what we just started with, like ripping off Strange Brew and just having like a bottle top, like a beer top with a can opener. And then I added other stuff that I just like edited I, it. I really want that logo on that t-shirt in the tattoo form. So do I, I'm going to get, I want to get it, the the logo of the podcast, right? Like that will probably be forever now. Uh, I want it as like a sticker. I want someone yeah. who can do like that sticker tattoo that looks like a sticker. I'm definitely getting it. And you should too, because you're part of this now. That's, I, I don't know, but I love that artwork. I'm making Billy get it, but I'm also making Billy get a strange brew on his eyelids. So when he like winks at somebody, he's like strange brew. <laughs> and then he smiles and it says podcasted grills. <laughs> I have to mention that there. too. Yeah, I like this. And he's like, like those weird chicks. It's like, I love cock. And then they like pull down their lip. I was literally going to say that. Yeah, Class Horrorcast. Um, first Class Horror on Instagram and then Class Horrorcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, I'm not going to say too much else because I feel like every time I do that, I jinx myself. Um, yes. But from now on, we're, we are going to be super consistent. Well, I am. Um, Tom is always on my ass about that stuff and uh, yeah we're going to have a shit ton of episodes we're going to record weekly every week without fail and we're actually going to try and do some live shows as well I feel like live shows might help us greatly and to be able to interact with people like in that live format 100% because uh, I don't think Twitch is doing it. This is raw cuts, and there's always one or two people watching all the time. But I feel like some of the stuff we talk about, Twitch is not like, mm. uh, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, but we just do it for pre-recording. But I have ideas to do specific episodes for Rumble, where like maybe it can go to the main platforms of audio. Uh, but there's definitely some topics that video form will not last on YouTube, and I'm not going to risk it to begin with. Uh, so there's definitely episodes that are coming that if you watch our stuff on YouTube, I'm looking at you guys, give me a like and write a comment. Cause I see so many more people viewing it than actually pressing that fucking thumbs up button. Yep. And that's not yep. cool. Cause anything I watch, I usually click, uh, you know, so make sure you do that and leave a rate and review. Uh, we're getting, uh, Strange Brew Podcast is in the top 3% of all podcasts in the world. And that is just a basic idea. We could be 2% or 1%, but that's just the basic of what I've taken from some of the platforms I've looked at. Pretty cool. Yes, there's millions of podcasts, but we're up top three. Pretty crazy. It's just fucking wild. I know. We need that top 0.5 or 1%. It, that's impressive because there is so many podcasts and so many people doing it, but we're getting better and better all the time. So I love everybody. And I, if you stuck it through this long, which I'm sure you guys did because you know, wh- why wouldn't you, you know, we're just having fun yapping our lips, chopping it up. Uh, but I have a thousand and one ideas for the whole show and for stuff with us and Billy and everything. So stay tuned. Fookers. Fookers.